Sharks of the corn? Virus shark? Cocaine shark? Sharktopus? Yeah, those are all real movies. Join me, Steve Coates, as each week I take a comedic look at the bizarre world of sharksploitation cinema on Bucket of Chum, the shark movie podcast. This week, we discuss how nothing burps like bacon. I'm Derek. I'm Whitney. I'm Jack. And this is Dutch. Dutch. Welcome back to Bad Movies, Worst People. Happy Thanksgiving. Happy Thanksgiving. It's time to celebrate the rape of land and people. Let's celebrate (laughs) the fact that a bunch of white colonists didn't know how to farm the land that they were on. So the Native (laughs) Americans took it upon themselves to make sure these white people didn't starve. And they got repaid in a way. Yeah, they got repaid with blankets. Uh (laughs) I was saying the positive way. That's why I don't celebrate this fucking holiday, dude. It's such bullshit. I don't celebrate Thanksgiving. I eat food. Yeah. Like oh, you're yeah. you're leaving right after this? To- oh, I'm I'm on a plane. Yeah, you are on a plane right now, aren't yeah. you? No, just in my mind. We're doing this remotely <laughs> via airplane. I'm remotely interested. <laughs> Did you get a window seat? No, I like the aisle so I can stretch out. Elbow that cart. Dude, if I'm by the fire exit or a window, I gotta like be in charge of shit. You don't want me in charge of like crashing. I, they are plane. they're always like, Okay, you have extra responsibility, you have to be in charge of this emergency exit. But I'm you, like, if the plane crashes, we're not getting out. But <laughs> you also have extra leg space. If oh, you're by true. the fire door, fuck yeah. Yeah, I guess I'll take that. Yeah. yeah. You know the way I get extra leg space on a plane? I drive. Yeah. <laughs> That'll do it. For new listeners, welcome. This is a comedy podcast where we talk about movies, but we mostly use them as a way to start discussions that would disgust our parents and terrify our priests. All right. This is 1991's Dutch, Woo. directed by Peter Feynman, who also directed Crocodile Dundee, and that's it. Did he do the second one? Nope. Shame, because that second one's really good. <laughs> so is the first one. And this one's written by, for some reason, everybody's favorite, John Hughes. Yeah. I, I am a f- I am. I was his targeted demographic. Oh, I'm a Hughes fan. I'm not Hughes. a Hughes fan. Yeah. I'm a Hughes Hughes, Hughes fan. I think he's mungus. <laughs> I, think he, I think a lot of his stuff is uh, incredibly problematic and racist. Sure. I, I mean, a couple are. I wouldn't say most of him. It's all about rich white people or... W- High upper middle class white people. You're right what you know. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> You're right what you know. Uh, there are some of his that I just always forget are his, like this one, uh, Planes, Trains, and Automobiles. Every well, Thanksgiving that one, he, I watch it. He it directed that up. one, right? Yeah, but I think he wrote it too. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. I mean, like he that's, just, a, that's a full on job. It just Hughes. always surprises me again every fucking year and I'm there like, are oh, some man. there are some that i like i like planes trains and automobiles for sure you do i like home alone i think yeah i know i do i remember liking it i haven't seen it in a long time oh, yearly um that might be it no there's others like all, all right. the john okay. candy movies 16 candles that's a don't problematic care. one he's talking about I yeah think. i also don't care yeah Pretty in pink. I mean, Breakfast Club is okay. Say anything. Is I that like him? the people in Breakfast Club. Saint Elmo's Fire was that? Oh, him? Saint Elmo's Fire is trash, though. I there's not one. It. There's That's not one redeemable person in that fucking movie. Like every character in that movie sucks. They're all trying to fuck their friends, kind of like rent? girlfriends. 
Kind of like, oh God, I don't want to oh, God, rent. movie. Oh man, our landlord's a piece of shit because he's kicking us out even though we haven't paid in a year. Yeah, what a piece of shit trying to stay open for business. <laughs> but he, he, you know all those John Candy movies? Like He did like Great Outdoors and stuff, didn't he? Love Great Outdoors. Uncle Buck, that's yeah. all good. Speaking of, John Candy was originally looked at for this role. Yeah, it was supposed to be either like John Candy... Uh, who else? Someone else turned it down. Sean Connery? I mean, John Sean Connery? Sean Connery? No, Mel Gibson. Uh, oh, I'm going to bomb with this boy. Mel Gibson in 91. So, like. This would have been insane. Like, any time that he's getting not getting along with the kid, like, listen, you little fucking shithead. And just be threatening him. <laughs> like, it's, it's yeah. Mar- wait, is he Murtaugh or Riggs? He was Riggs. 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 So, yeah, just imagine imagine Riggs. <laughs> Fighting a kid in a, in a that, hotel room. I think I think it would have been too pretty, though. I think Ed O'Neill was the best way to go. Oh, Ed O'Neill is, I think, the best way. But do you think that fucking Riggs is doing his three curly or three stooges whoop, whoop, curly whoop, whoop, whoop. while he's beating his kid up? <laughs> I know. Whoop, whoop, whoop. Yes, oh, thousand man. percent. So, John I mean, Connery would have been great too because he said, "I'm fucking your mother." <laughs> Anytime this kid cuts, cuts, comes right at him, I can do something you can't. I can fuck your mother. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. He's, yeah, because instead of the part where Ed O'Neill's like, I'm a friend of your mom's, he'd just be like, I'm inside your mom. I've been inside your mother. Watch <laughs> that liberal I'll be inside of you. <laughs> there, that is something they both had in common, though. They were both inside of her. Mm-hmm. It does seem at one point in this one movie. One came out and one came in. <laughs> oh, oh. It does seem like at one point in this movie, Ed O'Neill threatens to be inside of him also. We'll get yeah. there. <laughs> so this movie came out in 1991. It's rated PG-13, and it made exactly zero dollars. Well, oddly enough, it came out in July. Which is, it really? might be why it made no money. Yeah. Uh, this movie only made $4.6 million. Wow. And it cost 17 It is such a wow. cult classic. I mean, at least in, in my, my household. Life. Yeah. <laughs> well, I, I mean, I was looking through reviews on Letterboxd, and it's because it's got like a 3.8, which is about what everything on Letterboxd has. Mm-hmm. And there was a bunch of five star reviews. People like, like myself, probably, that have watched it a bunch. I went through, I filtered it out by the five stars, and like nine or 10 of the top 30. Where people who are like, I watch this every year. I'm like, well, then your review isn't really... It's not relevant. doesn't really count. Because that means you've been watching it since you are a child. Yeah. And then there was a bunch that were negative. But I'm just going to touch on one real quick. My favorite one-star review was from some girl. Looks like some little, like, zenial, you know, 20-something kid. My mom bought this on eBay just to show me, and I'm not sure why. <laughs> uh, is it because you're a little shithead shipper kid? <laughs> huh? Are you a spoiled brat? Yeah. It's clearly some mom who's like, I loved this movie, and then shows it to the kid, and the kid's like, I don't, I didn't see a single CG unicorn. Oh, I've done this with uh, uh, nieces before. I put something on, they're like, Why do we, what, why do we watch that? I'm like, because it's Empire Records. Uh, we can it's quote, fucking amazing. Like, what's right? your, we what's can your quote deal? Zoe on this one. Is this one of those movies where I have to pay attention? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's not a TikTok. <laughs> but yeah, so it didn't make any money. So Peter Feynman really not, never got to direct anything again. Bummer. Uh, also. And this maybe this is part of why John Hughes is a dick too. Uh, apparently, he was calling Ed O'Neill on like a daily basis, and he's like, "Come to my house. We'll have dinner. We'll hang this out. We're gonna be friends." Uh, John Hughes. John Hughes. Yeah, he's like, "Come over. We'll have dinner. We'll be friends. We're gonna work on this project together. We're gonna work on that project together." The movie bombed, and he never spoke to Ed O'Neill again. Rude. I'll tell you what, man. This movie did not bomb because of Ed O'Neill. No, it did not. It's bombed because is... it was released in July. And it's a Thanksgiving movie. <laughs> I guess the only reason this movie is on this podcast is because it bombed. It's technically a bad movie. I, I uh, He had never seen that. it. I picked it because I'd never seen it. Uh-huh. All I've ever heard 
is either people like you guys who've seen it a million times since you were kids, which again, I'm like, well, you got to take that with a grain of salt because I like things that I like. I've got the Mighty Morphin Power Rangers movie over there on Blu-ray. It sucks. <laughs> um, it's you know. true. He does. <laughs> it's true. It sucks. <laughs> <laughs> These are both true. Yeah. But then like a, a bunch of other people have told me like, oh, it's the it's the less funny planes, trains, and automobiles, mm-hmm. which I also didn't see until I was an adult. But I I love that movie. So, it, it, but I think this kind of surprisingly to myself, I think this flows better. Yeah, Planes, Trains, and Automobiles is funny, it's but it's less chaotic. of a comedy and very fucking tragic. It's, it's it's hard, a little anxiety inducing sometimes for people that worry about things going wrong. Yeah, it's yeah. all gonna go wrong. It's all Murphy's <laughs> law, right there, it's, man. Yeah. When then it's like, who's fucking law you talking about there? Not my law. That one has a weird like tone because there's like the serious stuff and it's got some funny moments but it's mostly awkward stuff it is the drama. and then all of a sudden you have like cartoonish comedy like when they're driving down the wrong side of the road mm-hmm. and they go in between the two semis and spin off you're going the wrong way how do they know which way how do they know where we're going <laughs> that's one of my favorite lines but that whole scene doesn't make any sense like in that movie you know uh-huh. what i mean it feels like something out of another john candy movie yeah or out of like cheaper by the dozen or something not out of I, this I almost serious movie. movie you know what i mean i love it i just it's so just, this one uh, but this Dutch. has a more consistent tone is what i was this yes. one was off my radar for at least 10 years because it just wasn't anywhere. I couldn't find it on a not standard definition right. and I couldn't find it streaming. So I was a little nervous last night. Like, God, I really hope this isn't a situation where you put it on, it sucks, and my entire childhood was a lie. <laughs> uh, we'll get to how I feel about that. Oh, definitely. But uh, yeah, so before, as we get started, anybody out there who's like, this is a great movie, fuck you guys. We Yeah, we, we watched it. We get it. It's funny. We know. It's we funny. Know. It's, it's, it is good, and this is my first time seeing it, and that doesn't always work yeah. <laughs> for an 80s, 90s movie. It I'm going to say 80s. It's 91. Was, this is an 80s movie. It's an 80s movie. 100% it's an 80s I mean, movie. I mean, 80s Chicago, or 90s Chicago is just the 80s. You recognize else. the mom, though, yeah? <laughs> from the show Frasier, sadly. Poltergeist. Oh, yeah, she's shit. the mom from Poltergeist. Okay. <laughs> I knew I fucking knew her. And then, of course, Doyle. She's also in The Big Chill, which is a great movie. But I didn't look her up because I knew, I was like, oh, I know her from uh, three episodes of Frasier. Oh, sadly. And that's the thing is I was like the whole movie. I'm like, I reckon. Well, the, you know, 11 minutes of the movie she's in. I was like, I recognize yeah. her. I recognize. Why do I know her? She looks and amazing. I pulled it up too. on IMDb just to double check. And the first thing was like Poltergeist. And I was like, oh, shit. Of course. We just watched that in theaters a few months ago. Like, I, I get it's it. fresh in your brain. Yeah. And then, of course, we talked about Ed O'Neill playing uh-huh. Dutch. And then this little shit bird. Oh, God. Fuck this if kid. If you were a 90s kid like us. Fucking Ethan Embry, Empire Records. Um, I'm sorry. He's not an Embry yet. Oh, that's right. He was Ethan Randall right now. What happened there? Ethan Randall is his real name, and they changed it after, what was it, Can't Hardly Wait is when he went to- I think you said, you looked it up when they changed it. I think you said it was after Empire Records. Yeah, it was after, because Empire Records, he was still Ethan Randall. Really? Yeah. Can't Hardly Wait, he was already Embry, so there was one thing in between that he's like, fuck it, let's be an Embry. I didn't remember he was in this. Like, I mean, I've seen this movie a lot, and just as soon as he pops up, I'm looking, I'm like, that's fucking Ethan Embry playing a shit kid. (laughs) He was like, I didn't realize that was Ethan Embry. I was like, what? Oh, I clocked it right away. (laughs) He doesn't look- It was before we watched it. So on the cover, the poster that they show- to me, it doesn't look anything like Ethan Embry. So I was like, okay, maybe he changed his name and then his entire face changed mm-hmm. and he became a different person. But he looks like Ethan Embry in uh, Empire Records. Yeah. So. yeah. 
you know, puberty. when he's got his glasses off and he's doing his normal like acting stuff, he looks more like he, I recognize him. himself. But on the c- cover with his little stupid ass Harry Potter glasses uh-huh. and his little Dutch boy haircut, I was like, who the fuck is this? <laughs> and then I was like, did you know you and looked Dutch like boy. a little Dutch boy when you were fucking seven years old? Uh, no, like, when I was seven, I had a sweet flat top and like a rat tail. So, oh, you know, I had okay. a rat tail. <laughs> Six? I was basically a Padawan. <laughs> I looked a lot like uh, fucking Anakin there. Just a Padawan looking for a master. There's a picture of you and your brother. And I'm, you were over seven because your brother's not an infant. And you have blonde hair and it's parted down the middle and you have your hand. Oh, no, maybe it's the side. But your hands are on your grandpa. Say, so what are you, a son? I wasn't from blonde fucking, in that picture. Uh, You're blonde. I'm not blonde. Are you a son from Home Improvement? <laughs> he was speaking of home improvement let's get back to this movie because oh, there's a yeah. guy from home improvement oh i know I, uh, right away i was like this is the guy i had to look him up i was like i need your fucking name right this now this is the the iron or the, oh, the uh-huh. torch of the grilled cheese guy <laughs> yeah he's one of the construction band yes. which we've mentioned on the show before yeah. but we'll get there when we get there um also ed o'neill and ethan Embry did another movie together dragnet yeah ethan Embry was his partner it was awful yeah <laughs> i saw I mean, it i kind of want to see it now <sighs> I don't even know if it's a show, if it's an episode, because it's just boring. I was just going to say, like, I don't know if it's bad enough to even be fun. Don't change that dial? Uh, I don't know. It's I just boring. Change that dial. Yeah, change that <laughs> dial as quickly as possible. Change that dial. I got a couple in the coffer. Okay. So, anyway, we start the movie with Natalie Standish, played by Joe Beth Williams, the mom we were just talking about. Looking beautiful as all. And she's at this fucking snooty cocktail party. And right out of the gate, <laughs> I was like... Buffer. And I knew the, the plot synopsis, but right out of the gate, I was like, well, if you didn't know, you watched the first scene of this movie, and you're like, oh, slobs versus snobs. Because gotcha. uh-huh. it's just like... With a twist. <sighs> yeah, I mean, kind of. I mean, he's still a slob. He's just a wealthy slob. He's just a well-to-do slob. <laughs> but it's... It's the it's a typical like John Hughes thing where it's like the blue collar guy and then the rich people. Except for in this case, the rich people realize it's cool to be blue collar versus the other movies where they make the weird outside people change to them. Mm-hmm. Breakfast Club. So <laughs> <laughs> don't be a gross nerd anymore. Be a rich jock. Quit being a goth. Put on pink. <laughs> if I could. Put on pink and you'll be prettier. No. <laughs> it's another movie. I know. I said no. <laughs> okay. You should smile more. <laughs> oh, please finish I think, that I think the microphone just heard your anger at me. <laughs> please finish that. People sentence. should know I would never actually say that to somebody without joking. I don't know why people, why men feel the need to tell women you'd be a whole lot prettier if you smiled once in a while. Because they're coming from a culture where all women were supposed to do, not a culture, a time frame when women were just supposed to be pretty and smile no matter what. Like that's the purpose of what your existence was for these men. I got told that two years ago from a kid. Who was raised by, by an Archie asshole. Bunky. Archie Bunky? <laughs> yep. Arch- you can't say the other <laughs> one. It's trademarked. <laughs> I don't want to get sued by Archie Bunky. <laughs> oh, God. And his niece, Bunky, so... Will- Bunky Brewster. <laughs> it's so demoralizing. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm sure. I, I've luckily never been there. But... My, res- my retort is always, you'd be better if you had a bigger dick. Oh, yeah. I think we need to work on a really awkward <laughs> smile for you. So maybe we're like, you should smile more. Just, <laughs> okay, smile less. Please never <laughs> smile my, at me again. That's my smile. <laughs> that's great. <laughs> I love it. I, I do. Kind of thing you should smile more now. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> Backfire. <laughs> so these ladies are talking to uh, Natalie, and 
they're like, oh, why didn't you come last year? I wasn't invited. This is all just introducing her story, which she goes into real quick. <laughs> she's like, oh, you don't know this person. Um, can I tell? Can I say what happened? And can she's I introduce like, you to exposition? <laughs> yeah. And she's like, oh, that I married uh, fucking no. Shooter McGavin, and he <laughs> locked no. me in a house, knocked me up, left me, and now fucked me over. Yeah, yeah, you can say that. Oh, you can. <laughs> basically. It was definitely he knocked up a... Uh, a waitress at your country club. Oh, that's what it was. Yeah, yeah, even worse. Oh, he's got a road baby. Yeah. Hell yeah. Yeah, and that's Chris McDonald, who's barely in this movie, but it's him and his mustache. Oh, yeah. He is young Shane McGavin. And, a, and a, a, a trim, a little more trim version of him. Yes. Usually yeah. he's a bit more like stepdad bod. Yeah. But he's also wearing an 80s suit. They're loose fitting. Yeah. <laughs> he was a youngin'. He was young and oh yeah, we all get bigger. This is definitely young Shooter McGavin. Like same characteristics, uh-huh. same movements, same. He's facial a expressions. little more reined in. I would have appreciated some finger guns, some popping the college. <laughs> Shooter, huh? Yeah. But I think that's what happened at the end of this movie. He turned it. I like playing that role. I could do that role. He got, he got brain dead. And he's yeah. Got... <laughs> yeah. He forgot who he was. What's your name, Mister Standish? Shooter. Shooter, Shooter McGavin. McGavin. It's Standish. <laughs> What's your name, Mr. Standish? Yeah. Shooter McGavin. Well, they're rich people. They're trying to give you the answers to the questions they're asking. Yeah. Um, and then for our slobs versus snobs introduction, so like, yeah, there's that. She's talking about how she was a waitress. And then Ed O'Neill, who's with these other snooty guys in He's some kind of library. He's a cigar on the balcony. Yeah. On the yeah. B- and I thought it was going to be a, a longer joke. You know, because he's locked out and the dog comes around, he gets off. He gets out uh, back inside pretty, pretty quick. Quickly. With the, I think it was a perfect amount of time. I yeah. didn't also think it with some to be shit on out. his coat. I don't yeah. know what that what was. What was on the back? There of was his like coat. a bunch of crap on the back. There's of his a cut coat. scene where he fell or climbed yeah. down or there's sat like, on something. There, yeah, there's a there's a cut scene. It's fine because I, I think this movie's timed well. Definitely. Yeah, 107 I, minutes. And yeah, it wasn't I got too time long. for that. I do love that Shooter was like, "Well, when am I going to meet him?" Or or no, Shooter's mom is like, "I must meet your your new friend." I must meet your new boyfriend. Who's that new? You'll know who you he have? is once yes. you see him. <laughs> You'll know him. Um, and I do. I just like the the way you introduce that he's not a snob as he picks up that little cracker with caviar, a perfect and flicks flick. that shit in the ashtray. And uh, I make it a rule not to eat anything a fish leaves in a riverbed. You know what I mean? And these guys just look at him like, no. You just flicked two thousand dollars in ninety one money into that ashtray. <laughs> I mean, that cracker's probably boring as shit anyway. I don't know what two thousand dollars in ninety one money is, but I looked up the money he had in his wallet later when he says he lost two hundred bucks, uh-huh. and it's about five hundred bucks now. Oh, okay. So he well, flicked, he flicked like ten thousand dollars of today money worth of caviar into that ashtray. Maybe fifteen G's, fifteen Jesus. <laughs> Oh, and then yeah, he so he meets all the snooty folk, including Chris McDonald, and he gets that like intimidating line. He's like, "This line is I, I love it." Talk about that when he threatens him. Yeah, he's like, "Hey man, if you hurt her, I will punch you so fucking hard your dog will bleed." <laughs> Holy shit! Great to meet you. I just want to get Sean Connery at that. If, if you hurt her, I'll punch you so fucking hard your grandmother will bleed. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> he just keeps interjecting shit. <laughs> I like your Sean Connery laugh kind of sounds like Santa Claus. (laughs) I'm coming down your chimney. (laughs) The only prison I leave is my own. (laughs) It's a jovial Sean Connery. I love it. Mischievous, if you will. I love it. It's before I started beating my wife. That came after. (laughs) Oh, Oh, problematic with that dude. Did not know that. Yeah, he thought beating his wife was okay because it's his wife. Not, it's He's not from thing. the old world, okay? Yeah. yeah, where it still wasn't okay. We just you, <laughs> you know can hit your own it. property. Yeah, that's that's his mentality. Remember, rule of thumb: it was legal to rule beat your wife. If well, thumb, that's not very fucking white. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> it's it's a rule, rule of wrist. wrist. <laughs> <laughs> 
So then we meet Doyle Standish, who's played by Ethan Randall, in this <laughs> abandoned school dorm. Oh my god! I don't know what this place is. Like it's literally like it is- it's like the private school dorm, but it looks like an abandoned house from a horror movie. They they just sprinkled some stuff into each of the kids' rooms. It's but toy the hallways are barren. There's shit on the walls. It's the toy fucking- soldiers where the the, the uh, uh, goddamn terrorists came over to take over the military schools. Will Wheaton. They got rid of the terrorists, but the government never came in and put it back together. <laughs> it's just Lord of the Flies military school. Yes, it is because there are no or boarding teachers school. There. <laughs> It was definitely a preparatory boarding school. Yeah, because he talks that. to that kid about how, like, oh, you're only here because your daddy's on the board or whatever. They do a wonderful job of setting up that this is a shithead, like a shitbird right away. Because oh. the kid walks in. He's like, what are you doing in my room? He's like, door's open. It wasn't open. It was unlocked. Yeah, and he was, and I mean, I guess you. they're using. Do you know how to knock? They're using the whole thing of him cleaning his keyboard to show that he's an asshole. And I'm his like, well, that's, just, that's just good care. For... That's proper maintenance, dude. Yeah, my, I, I, you have to, those keyboards you had to clean. Those mm-hmm. keys are lifted. Shit gets down in I mean, there. We're talking about clickety clacks. Yeah, like heavy clickety clacks. clack. Yeah, <laughs> strong on the clack. Strong <laughs> clack on that keyboard. <laughs> I there is that line he has, which like I just it's from all these movies. And at this point, it's to make him look like an asshole. But this era of like doing a normal person's job means you're a piece of shit. Oh yeah, because he's like, uh, what does he say? Uh, oh yeah, he's gonna tell on him for cussing, and he's like, yeah. "Working in the kitchen will be good for you. You'll get a glimpse of your career at Burger King." Uh huh. I'm like, "Yeah, because there's a lot of problems with you know preparing food for people. It makes you a piece of shit." Right. Yeah. <laughs> I Service do love- industry must be scumbags. <laughs> I do love that that does come around. Yeah. Um. Oh, you were watching that soccer documentary. The Beckham thing. It's called a documentary. I was. <laughs> and they were talking about like the American the MLS when it first started and about how like some of these guys were pool cleaners and gardeners and stuff because they were only making like $13,000 a year. Yeah. And one of the English soccer players, football players, was like, uh, man, you're out there playing with pool cleaners. You shouldn't be doing that. And I was like, man, fuck you. Pool cleaners are people. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I mean, you got to fucking feed your family. You, you got to roof soccer. your head, You guys dude. are sportsmen. You barely have a job. Uh-huh. <laughs> That's the struggle, man. If you're not pro, <laughs> sure, there's probably professional players on certain leagues that have to have a second. Well, that's what job. the MLS was professional players. They yeah. just oh, put only... a real sport. Oh, okay. You're, you're such an American. <laughs> I like soccer. I did like when uh, Beckham was giving his speech, his like when he was joined the LA team, and he's like, first comes my family, then comes foot soccer. Yeah. yeah. Get it right now, buddy. <laughs> so, anyway, she schedules you're a flight. In the colonies. He's supposed to have Thanksgiving with. Uh, Shooter McGavin. He hates his mom. Yeah, and Shooter McGavin is like, you know, oh, I have to go to Europe for a big trip. And she's like, okay, I'll send i'll give you a ticket come see me and he's like yeah i'd rather stay here alone by myself because go fuck yourself no dad don't... is coming to get me you're wrong he doesn't hate his mom at the beginning he blames her for the divorce oh no he yeah. hates her i mean as far as we are getting concerned like, yeah this, he won't talk to her on the phone at certain times when he is on the phone with her he's just like i'd rather drown or i would you know i'd rather be alone than yeah deal he's with being you. a shipper because he's not understanding he's only hearing what his dad tells him he yeah. has his dad on such a pedestal which it sucks. <laughs> it happens. It happens for a young man going through divorce at this time. I'm sure. So Dutch says he'll go pick him up while he's preparing this horrendous looking pot roast. Whoa! <laughs> I thought it could have been okay. I mean, clearly it wasn't. Chicken. He, he butchered that chicken. I don't mean a good way. No, I was <laughs> laughing about that though because she was like, "That's a really dull knife," and he just pulled out the butcher knife, and started hacking it up, and I was like, "Yeah, good move." Going we through were knives. Talk- I was talking about it with the bleeps about like. 
is that just a really bad stage knife? But then he gets a new knife. I'm like, oh, it's a part of the movie that yeah. it's, it's, you know, and then just fucking crack with that big old butcher <laughs> knife. But he does just chop it into quarters and then throw it in the pot. And I'm like, there's like guts and stuff in there. You probably don't want those in Not your- a whole chicken. They they usually take they that stuff out. They should dress that down. Oh, okay. I mean, you are going to have to pull some bones out. Yeah. But, but then <laughs> it cuts to like a beautiful dish. And she says, oh, dish. it smells amazing. And they're in a restaurant. Pull out to a restaurant. <laughs> Whatever you were doing didn't work, Pally. And we do like we, my cooking, actually. And we do see uh, like Ethan Embry doing shitty karate. Like he's doing, well. he's, he's trying to practice karate, but when he does the punches, he's just flailing his arms. I was like, this kid doesn't know karate. <laughs> Very Bart Simpson. If I'm, I'm leaving my room, but I'm doing this. Ah, 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 ah. Fun story. Ed O'Neill has a black belt in jujitsu. Oh, Brazilian, I think, yeah. is what I looked up. Yeah. I love him more and more. Yeah. You know, he was born. We always play this guessing game. Like, where is he? What state is he born? Kansas. Where, Kansas? What do you think? I went with Pennsylvania and I was wrong if that gives you. I, I don't know. Um, middle America somewhere. Florida. Illinois. Ohio. Somewhere with Ohio. Ohio. Okay. Yeah. The middle America. Though. I mean, like, Ed O'Neill screams, and I mean this with all fucking respect. Middle America, working class. Yeah. Right in between us, though. You yeah. Pennsylvania, Illinois, Indiana doesn't count, so Ohio. <laughs> Indiana's not real until Parks and Rec comes out, and it's not out 91. <laughs> Um, oh, and this little fucking shithead, he's, he's at this place by himself and he's leaving his little karate practice and he fucking kicks over this janitor's trash can. Uh, I oh, hated God. this. I was like, you can be a shitbird, but fuck off, dude. <laughs> I was like, God, does Ed O'Neill push this kid out of the car at some point? I really Should? hope he does. <laughs> he he kind of does. <laughs> so Ed O'Neill's in a good mood driving down to Atlanta from fucking Chicago, which I didn't catch where they were, but I asked her, I was like, are they going back to Chicago? And she's like, I'm not sure. And I was like, that's ah, a John Hughes movie. They're going to Chicago. They're, they're always going. To, <laughs> when in doubt, Chicago went out. Uh, when he's driving, though, I had like flashes. And this is before I knew John Candy was supposed to be cast or was thought of. He's got the John Candy like uh, um, s- s- uh, lip syncing to the radio. Yeah. And I mean, John Candy's playing the dashboard. You know, and uh, this is this is close. And so Dutch is in Doyle's room when he shows up. And I don't know if he knew who he was or not, if he thought he was just like a I random think, stranger. I, I think intruder. He He's, just he, thought intruder. He yeah. did mention that the mom, like Dutch mentions that mom did call him and tell him she, he was coming. So maybe, I don't know, but he starts attacking him. And Yo, he, he, shoots him some... the, he shoots him in the balls with a BB gun. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <But> <laughs> well, after kicking it. Shell? Yeah. Oh, yeah. They're, no, they're, they're, like, they're <laughs> launching out nine millimeter casings. <laughs> Whoever's doing the sound is like, fucking no one's going to care. Also, speaking of kids who are like, his kid's like, oh, you need to follow this rule. You need to follow that rule. You have a gun at school. I know it's a BB gun, <laughs> yeah. but dude. They're it's not still, letting you have a BB gun this at school. Is 91 but BB but gun, which looks like a fucking sidearm. Yeah. It does. Like, we're not but he's better nowadays. than everybody, remember? Because no, he's got money. That's true. He does say that's that. True. The kid's like, why do you think you're better than everyone else? He's like, I don't have to think. Mm-hmm. I don't have to fuck think it. Kid. I like, literally fucked this kid all the way through this movie, even when he's not as shitty. I'm like, I still don't like you. Yeah. <laughs> and, you just I mean, don't like kids. Good for that's Ethan true. Embry or Randall. Ethan Randall. Ethan Randall. Good for him for making a career after this. Yeah. Because you could have easily been typecast as somebody that I just don't like. Yeah. I think that's why he did Empire Records. He's like, that's the other cut. That's Completely the other side. Sub, like, Mark, you're awesome. <laughs> so my band is with a C because my name's with a K. <laughs> Mark sucks. Yeah. yeah. 
Uh, Dutch does say, because he's like, I'm not going with you. And he's like, oh, you're going to just stay here, watch some football, make a turkey sandwich, hang yourself in the bathroom. <laughs> I was like, oh, man. Because oh. as he's reading that, I was like, this sounds like my Thanksgiving. Oh, hang yourself in the bathroom. Ooh, no. No, my shower curtain wouldn't hold me. I do it in the closet. <laughs> oh, a little yeah. inaccess for you. I, eh? Well, I want my death to be a hide and go seek. I get it. Like an adventure for the children, too. <laughs> That's why I, when I die, I want to be cut into pieces and hidden around the city. And I want everybody to have to do a scavenger hunt. And then you can cremate it. When I die, I want my body to be like a spring shoved up me and then put in a box with a crank on the side. It's <laughs> the final jack in the box. Aww. Put it in the coffin and have everybody at like the, the memorial thing. And the so coffin turning there. the thing. <laughs> and someone's like, Jack, Charlie. Charlie, Charlie went, it, it starts playing a song. It's like one of your favorite songs. And they're like, oh, that's a cool little... <laughs> Just Mark Hamill Joker laugh plays. <laughs> oh, fucking Mark Mark Hamill Joker laugh out of a career. <laughs> so he ends up carrying Doyle out by like hog tying him to the best this. image of the movie. <laughs> yes. And I believe used on either the DVD cover or some promotional work. Definitely he I remember seeing got the him of tied that. wrist and ankles on a hockey stick yep. and underwear gagged in his mouth. Don't so know in the car, clean. he's clearly tied to it. But when they're coming out, I didn't see any ropes. I was looking and I was like, he's just holding on to that hockey no, stick. No, I think he had. Well, maybe he it was, was tie. for he was stunts. Tie he probably was 100% holding yeah. on to it. And, he, and that's and it has one of my favorite lines from uh, Ed O'Neill. Uh, he's like, oh, what do you like to do for fun? But he's gagged. So he's <laughs> <just> like, <laughs> oh, you like to wiggle and cry? You yeah, like me to too. <laughs> and nobody Sexy says time. anything about this man literally kidnapping Well, this the only child. person on campus right now is that janitor. And he's like, oh, I have, a I have a different theory, man. All the teachers there are watching. All <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We can't touch him, but we cannot stop that guy from touching him. I mean, I just getting... I just thought it was the janitor who's like, fuck him. Yeah. I just picked all that trash. Who do you think you. gave him the tape? <laughs> That's never going to hold. Come here. I got some really strong adhesive. Fuck this kid. I have some of this gorilla tape. It's been like three years. This kid just kicking over my fucking trash. And he's in the back and he's got the underwear in his mouth and he's trying to like murmur. And then like it's Ed O'Neill does like a brake check, you know, like knocks him over. And then he says something at one point about the underwear. Uh, right before that, he's like, that underwear might be clean or dirty. I'm not sure. He's and he immediately to spits apologize it out. for. Yeah. I shouldn't have done this. I shouldn't have tied you up. And I don't know if that underwear I shoved in your mouth to shut you up is clean or not. <laughs> yeah. And then all of a sudden he can spit it out right away. Uh -huh. <laughs> you muster up that strength, dude. Yeah. I, oh, I got to get this dirty underwear out of my mouth. I'll use this my could tongue. be dirty. <laughs> <laughs> Let me rub my tongue against it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The kid fucking yells, stop. And he's like, you betcha. <laughs> talk about this brake check, though. Can we oh, talk yeah. about how oh, long God, this I, this thing is was? So, so he hits these brakes and skids for 40 seconds. Uh -huh. And then he's like, can't beat a Ford for braking power. And I'm like, what are you yes, talking you about? Yes, you can. That is the worst braking power I've ever seen. If there was a kid on the road, they're dead. Yep. You just braked for no less than a quarter mile and then slid into this fucking gas station from Cherry 2000 where these two old men are just sitting on the patio drinking beers and watching you yell at it. <laughs> watching you scream at a tied up child and they're just like, huh. Typical Wednesday. <laughs> City folk. City folk. That's how they raised their kids. And then we cement the theme here with, uh, well, my father will sue your middle class ass into destitution or whatever, blue collar ass. Yeah. I'm like, oh, yes. And he does mention, like, well, I'm my monthly income is more than what your dad gives your mom to live on, uh -huh. so maybe shut the fuck up. And that's yep. the first time you see Ethan Embry yeah, be he's like, kinda Wait, what? Got, he does like a little, what? He's like, I might be blue collar, but I do very well for myself. Yeah. And we don't know how well, we don't know what. Not he talks about being a, a, driving a, a cement, cement truck. truck at some point, which, dude, fuck yeah. Yeah. And I his, can't drive a goddamn cement truck. His dad was 
a butcher like or something, and his mom did laundry. Yeah, uh-huh. his mom did laundry. And he's and he's he's like, oh, I bet you're real proud of that. And he's like, yes, yeah. I am. And you do see a flash from the kid, like, wait, you're like unironically proud of your parents. Like, yep, yep. <laughs> fucking love them. Yep. Yeah, they worked for a living and like you know earned their keep. Yep, it's weird. I right? love my mom. Don't you fucking talk about my mom? My mother is a saint. <laughs> Dorothy Mantooth is a saint. <laughs> Uh, this is when I get that weird, like, have a seat moment because he's oh. like, I still owe you a shot in the ass. Yeah. I'm like, excuse uh, me. Phrasing. It's, uh, are we still doing phrasing? Are we it's still a, doing phrasing? It's a good thing that we are in Georgia, Tennessee. <laughs> yeah, something like I that. I think we're in Georgia still. So I, I do want to address something because I also didn't know the exact route. I knew they're going back to Chicago, but I didn't know where they were from or where that was where this whole thing started. And Ed O'Neill even says, like, I prefer the back roads. The interstates are just nothing but concrete. You're doing back roads through states? I also like back roads. From your house to my house, maybe. <laughs> from my house to work, maybe. From my house to from Phoenix, no. From your room no. to another person? And I don't know. <laughs> I love a back road from my room to another person. I don't know exactly how it is in that part of back east. Yeah. But, like, where my family's from, which is where Ed O'Neill's from. You got all these back roads that are highways. Okay. That are, like, raised. They're, like, raised. They're surrounded by farmland, and they're raised up a little higher, exactly like he was driving on. And they do have, a, like, a 60-mile-an-hour speed limit, but... You could see a cop 14 miles away because sure. it's all just long, flat shit. I, so that makes so sense. So you could though. haul still. It's called I taking mean, the scenic route. But I'm watching and I'm like, these are houses. Like, you're driving through a neighborhood. Yeah, you see these truckers going through this town at 94 miles an hour. Like, uh-huh. right? movies. So you could go as fast <laughs> as you want on these that, roads. It makes sense now that you give it some credit. Yeah. It's like, so, I mean, how it, much longer is this trip taking? Because you're taking neighborhoods, it's dude. It's still going to take longer, much longer, but. Also, you know. what day is he picking them up at? Exactly. How long is this road trip it last? It feels nights. like a week. Yeah, there was there were it was three nights of in the movie. Like there were three different night stops. Three nights. There was the uh, the uh, Black Knight. There was Ted Knight, and, and there was Lancelot. There was Lancelot. Three nights in this movie. <laughs> Ooh, Night of the Shark. <laughs> Spelled with a K. She said the plane ticket was for Wednesday, and she knew he wasn't going to use it. So I know he didn't. He must not have picked them up on Wednesday because they're back for Thanksgiving. So yeah. he must have left Sunday. Yeah, I don't know. Or, or Monday. He left Friday to get there. I mean, the drive is going quickly when he's just driving. I don't know how long that drive would take because the first night they're in Tennessee. Okay, that's where they get the fireworks. Yeah, right now. Oh, where, they say they say he that. says that's where right. he that's says right. fireworks are legal in Tennessee. So they got from but Atlanta to Tennessee in fireworks one day. Fireworks aren't legal aren't, aren't legal in Illinois. We're not in Illinois. <laughs> what you're gonna light these all off now? No, he says it's so much nerdier than that too. He's like, are you planning on discharging all that ordinance now? Like, <laughs> fuck yeah. How are you no, not I bought them to look at. in your mother's ordinance last night? Incoming <laughs> 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 payload. Uh, so yeah, they stop at this gas station slash fireworks store, which seems like a terrible idea. Yes, it does. Oh, <laughs> I like it. You can tell me no one ever walked out of there and started lighting fireworks immediately. Some drunk. They have redneck. really good insurance. <laughs> do they? In and my mind, they do. And they also don't sell lighters. It's a dry county on lighters. <laughs> you got to get in your car and use a cigarette lighter, pal. Like a man. Because they still had them because it was 91. It's 91. They had one in each fucking door. The, the, please the, smoke. Every door had an ashtray. Yep. Please. <laughs> please smoke. Ed O'Neill has these like playing cards that are like nudie, oh, yeah. nudie cards. Oh, and yeah. And he's doing this little like, magic trick thing where he almost shows uh, Ethan Embry the nipples and then hides it again. And he sees him getting all titillated. And he's excited by that. Have a seat. Have a seat. I like uh, this approach, though. Like, I'm not saying it's appropriate, but I like this approach of like, dude, we don't know each other. 
I'm going to come at you like I would come at me as a kid. Here's some fireworks. Here's some, some fucking porny uh, some cards. pointy cards, dude. Like, and you know, when he's lighting this off worked these, on me. <laughs> when he's lighting off all these fireworks, there's a, like moments where he almost gets Ethan Embry, but then he does something that you know is not going to work, like holding the fireworks in front of him, the, the Roman candle in front of him like a dick and shooting stuff off. And that's when he rolls his eyes and looks away. This, this I don't even know. Where, can you call it a montage? I love it. Yeah. I, this scene yeah. is it's, so fucking great. It's dude. amazing. It is awesome. It's Ed O'Neill having childlike fun <laughs> with pyrotechnics. <laughs> and oh, man. He holds the Roman candle out of his butt, <laughs> pretends he farts, and he does the Happy Gilmore before Happy Gilmore, where he holds it for his dick and he's thrusting. So, you know that first one he lights off where it's got like the, fa- the blades on it and you light it and it spins up into yeah. the air? I have a fun story about those. Yes, okay. Yes. So we definitely didn't do this in Arizona because that would be illegal. But we had a oh, bunch yeah. of fireworks that we didn't buy from New Mexico and bring back. No, well, you wouldn't do that. And like my parents, I grew up in a cul-de-sac and the neighbors would all come out and everybody would light off fireworks on like yeah. New Year's, whatever. So we were out there lighting off fireworks and we had one of these things and I lit it and it started spinning, but it, it went up for about, I don't know, a foot and then it turned itself down, skipped across the ground, went underneath my parents' friend's car, and exploded. <laughs> the car? No. Okay. We were all just sitting there like, uh-oh. I, it, like, hope I could you feel have him no next oil to leaks. Me. I could feel his butthole puckering next to me. <laughs> yeah. like, it was just like, kaboosh, underneath this car. We're all just like, Ugh. It may not be a nuke, but it'll pucker your butthole. <laughs> yeah, it was. that was, uh, that was fun. <laughs> Fuck yeah, dude. Like, I can feel that tension. That's real. We definitely would, um, on our way to see my grandparents, we would stop. We would stop in New Mexico and then take them up to Iowa. And then my uncle would go to Wyoming and take are, them down. Are fireworks illegal in the nipple of America? Uh, they don't sell them in Iowa, no. Okay. No, not it's in the It's real nipple. weird the way that like states choose it because Ohio, where my family's from, they're illegal. Indiana, they're legal. Basically the same weather, the same everything. Yeah. yeah. So like one of the cities that my family lived in was half in both states. So you could just go to the other side of town, buy fireworks, cross the street, and then light them <laughs> off illegally, <laughs> which we did also. Ain't that America. But we, had, we had we had our own land, so we would it was awesome nights there. We Fuck did that yeah. at my my uncle was renting a house that was in farmland, so the farmland yep. wasn't his. And we were lighting him off. It's a bunch of corn. It's wet. It's going to be fine. So we lit off thousands of dollars worth of fireworks. What corn you <laughs> And one of them, all the kids who lived there got bored after like an hour because they do fireworks all the time. We didn't. So me and my brother just kept going. And we had the mortars, you know, you put oh, them in the yeah. tube. And so you're supposed to set it in the tube, light it, walk away. But eventually, you know, you start getting more ballsy. So we were lighting them and dropping them in like fucking like, well, look, we're in the military. Drop it in. Shoot it out. You know, we wait right before it goes off. And then um, we one of them, my brother dropped in. So you can hear the thump, right? When they yeah. shoot. out. Oh, I, good thump, by the way. My brother dropped one in and we're just walking away casually. And I hear the rocket. But I don't hear the thump. Okay. Because it dropped and went upside down. <laughs> and we're feet away from it. You need a thump. <laughs> so I my brother is a lot younger than me, so I shoved him out of the way and this thing blew up right behind us. I felt like it was in a Michael Bay movie before they existed. Because it was just like I wish somebody would have been recording because it was like cool guys don't look at explosions moment. Uh-huh. Like I'm just walking away and it's just this big <laughs> behind us. I could see fire shooting over my head and stuff. It was oh, kind of Oh, that's awesome. fantastic, dude. <laughs> so the only thing I don't like about this fireworks scene, it, it's not this part, but the, the one of them just happens to go towards the box of ordinance as it were. And that's fine. But then he takes off his coat and throws it over. Like that's not doing anything. That's no. literally Except what he said. Up your coat. Dude. Exactly. You got to just get in the car and enjoy it. Yeah. yeah, that's it. 
That's exactly what I said. It does actually make me laugh at the end when it's like, I think it's all done. And one more like, it's just all the down from the jacket coming out. That's I, I great. I told her, I was like, you never check fireworks. You just assume they're still lit and you leave them alone. Uh-huh. But I, I did have a thing. He missed a good joke here because he goes and takes his jacket off and there's just all this fireworks smoke coming out of it. And he goes to get in the car. Where's the, uh, always wanted a nice smoking jacket. Oh, line. that'd be perfect. <laughs> oh, that'd be so good. He sits there and it's just... I mean, there are still feathers all up in this car right now. So somebody fucked a chicken. <laughs> so yes, again, if you guys want us to punch up your scripts, badmoviesworstpeople at gmail.com. We won't write them. We'll punch them up. <laughs> so this is where they're still driving to the first motel. Well, they right? go to that diner. Oh, yeah. Which I only oh, mentioned because it's like a diner from a horror movie. I don't know what this was. It was a David Cronenberg movie. I don't know. Crossed with the diner at the end of Spaceballs. Oh. <laughs> it's making fun of aliens. Yeah. Or alien. Because there's a guy just literally eating rib bones with yep. ketchup on them. Uh-huh. Disgusting. There's... <laughs> there's not a sexy way to do that. There's not a good way to do that, but you're doing it worse. And then the lady next to other on the other side of him has oh, like chains. the longest cigarette ash I've ever seen in Are my life. Are you not smoking it? Are you just collecting <laughs> ash? What is your deal? I, don't I used get to it. do that. I used to like try oh, and keep that ash would. on there. I was You're such an asshole. I was like sixteen, dude. It's the first of two uh, that I noticed placements of uh, Miller High Life. Ooh, yeah. fuck yeah! Yeah, there's cases of Miller High the Life sitting later, next to the phone the, booth. The sign later that we see is beautiful. I want it. I want one. I'm gonna yeah. find it. But uh, in the diner, I loved. He looks at the. Uh, the rib eater <laughs> and he looks at this guy that's just pouring grease on everything on the griddle and the uh, uh, waitress asks like what do you have and he goes what won't make me vomit and she takes the menu from him and it sticks well, to he his looks fingers back at the, she looks back at the cook and he's like oh uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> probably I'll make you vomit dude look at you you weak constitution kid right clearly you are not a trucker yeah, <laughs> yeah you are no blue collar sir I can tell and they're back in the car and they have this like silent battle of like turning up the radio, turning down the window radio, up, turning down. on the heat, rolling down the windows. You don't touch another man's things. No, and this don't these controls black man's radio. These controls don't need to be in the middle of this car. No. This is terrible. But I had my 88 Camaro had them right there. Yeah. I mean the I, we had a car that had that too. I just it's a terrible design. I don't yeah. understand. Agreed. But yeah, he pushes Ed O'Neill up to the up to the steering wheel, which I'm like, you know, he's driving you. Like you're in this car too, right? And the windows and the AC is one thing. The radio is another thing. You are endangering everybody's life, <laughs> everybody involved. And he does end up throwing the cigar into Ed O'Neill's lap, so they have to pull over again, almost dying. <laughs> uh huh. <laughs> and the this is when he's he just... abused Ed O'Neill's crotch. <laughs> yeah. And this is when he just kicks him out, and he's like, "Hey, I'll see you at the motel. It's about 50 miles up the road." And he just drives away. And this kid's like, "Wait." He's, he's, he's like, coming stop, back, come right? Back. Dude, 50 miles, like, that's a lot. There's no way this was 50 miles because the kids showed up the same night. Yeah. It would take you a, a day minimum, like 24 probably, hours. I'm going to say it was probably five miles. Yeah, but he's, I think he's trying to make it seem worse, but he just drives away. And I saw the lights disappear on the road, and I thought maybe he just drove up the road and turned off the lights to make it look like he no. was gone. No, no, he's in his <laughs> underwear, his civvies, dude. <laughs> and he's, he's watching out the window trying to make sure that Ethan Embry makes it. But as soon as he gets there, he has that casual like I'm just sitting in my bed reading yeah, a book. Yeah, because he was checking cigar. the clock. I think he, I think we were like minutes yeah. away from him going back. But he sees him. He's like, "Oh, jump into bed. Mom's coming. Pretend you're asleep. You've been sleeping for hours." <laughs> but there's a point where before he starts walking, he does get to um, a payphone 
if people know what payphones still are. <laughs> it's and like a cell phone, but it's a big thing you have to walk to. Calls his dad and some. In a box. Is this one some lady answer? Yes. Oh yeah, yeah. He calls the dad's house because he tried calling his dad in Europe earlier. Yeah. And they were oh, like, I missed that. They were part. like, No, we don't have I his number. You can't talk to him. Whatever. That's right before he kicks over the trash can. Gosh. And then yeah, here he calls the dad's house and some chick answers and she's like, Oh, he's sleeping. <laughs> and this is when Ethan Embry realizes his dad's a fucking douchebag. And the dad, I think, knows he might be caught because he goes, who was that? And she goes, oh, just some boy. And he kind of, you get a that a look face. of like, oh, which, shit. Which is 100% why he shows up for Thanksgiving. Oh, yeah, yeah. 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 It, I think it shows you this so you know he's not just there for his son. He's there to cover his own keister, Yeah, that's meister. the only reason he's there, to, to assert his dominance over his family. Well, I'll assert some dominance all over you. <laughs> <laughs> Doyle... Says he has to get. Doyle he's got to get his bag out of the That's car. That's Ethan Embry. Sorry, I'm going back I, and forth. I it depends. It, it's Doyle. It's Dobbs. It's, it's Dwight. Oh, it's Dustin. I don't think. <laughs> I don't think he ever. I don't think Ed O'Neill a single time says Doyle once <laughs> at the end. Uh, during when the cops are there. Oh, okay. For the thing later. That's coming yeah, up. He's yeah. going through it because at first it's like Dwight and stuff. It's all D's. And then eventually it's just like, I don't know, Paul or whatever. He, I think with the two security guards later it's at Pete. gunpoint, it's Pete. Oh, oh, that's, it. Yeah, that's when he's doing that, that it fake It reminds thing. me of Lane Smith in, um, uh, God damn it, another Thanksgiving movie, Son-in-Law. Oh. Hey, uh, crotch. Uh, crap. Uh, he, he will not say crawl. Oh, I'll tell you, this boarding school could have used, a, like the one earlier, could have used a really young Polly Shore, like being the resident <laughs> advisor. All right, buddy. Okay, as an advisor, I was like, no, he's too old. He was in, uh, what do you call it there, uh, Phantom of the Mall. And that but I mean, was... in scene, I'm just, I just but mean as an like, advisor yeah, it would, be, yeah. it would be great for him. Well, even just a young, this age Dude, uh, would be, I just want to see young Polly Shore with those fucking curls, bro. Oh, please. I want him to be like the fucking RA and just be like total stoner dude, but also <laughs> be like a fucking white collar like yuppie. That's right. That's right. I have to go on a date with Buffy. I paid my maid to bring me some grindage. <laughs> yes, please. So this is part where like he's finally walking up and then they get into it in the hotel room. Or yeah. motel. This Oh yeah, you better motel. Don't hold this. This motel is gross. It's grimy. <laughs> it's a motel. And yeah, and I'm like it's 1991. You got 200 bucks in your wallet. You could have stayed somewhere slightly nicer. How do you think he has 200 bucks? But in not his when wallet? you're taking the back roads. That's the problem. Yeah, this, this is a back road motel. I don't think it's a problem for Ed O'Neill. That's I not, really not don't think road. it's a problem for the I Dutch boy. I think he's trying to show Doyle that back um, backside of America. Yeah, like I mean, there's other that people that work hard. America. I mean, we're I would not know if we're blue collar. We're no collar workers. I think so. <laughs> I wouldn't stay in this motel. That's I would have in my 20s. Bougie. I mean. I don't know. Bed bugs is the only thing I'm worried about. <laughs> yeah. I would have in my 20s, but man, nah. I this, mean, we this say motel, motel is worse than the homeless shelter they stay in later. Oh, this for sure. <laughs> I don't know. Ed's bed was better in this motel. That's fair. <laughs> That's those 15,000 cheeseburgers, man. So Doyle, I'm also going to start measuring my life in cheeseburgers, by the way. <laughs> so Doyle goes out to the car to quote unquote get his bag and he steals the car and you know he's not going to make it because he can't even reverse. But then we have like this pet cemetery moment. Uh -huh. Oh my god! <laughs> this back road highway where like the car Ed O'Neill runs out. The car's in the middle of the road. This truck comes up, doesn't hit the brakes until the very last second. Well, it shows him trying to hit it, but it won't break. And then I just love it when, is icy roads also. Yeah. yeah, 
But I love when he's like the trucker guy gets out and he's like, it came out of nowhere. I, I said the same thing. I was like, it came out of nowhere. I couldn't stop. What do you mean it came out of nowhere? It was sitting in the middle of the road the entire time, hundreds of yards away. This is yeah. why you don't go 90 miles an hour through uh-huh. a town over a ridge. This yep. is why interstates exist now. Yes. <laughs> and this car gets totaled. Oh, and this this trucker is the home improvement guy. Yeah. Yes. With this, the wispy uh, beard. This is Mickey. I looked him up. It's like, it's Mickey something. He's the one with the wispy beard. Yeah. yeah. He's in so many things. I'll look up his name because we deserve to have it. And was, it was he also in... Um, oh, no. He's the one that I thought was I in don't think he's ever been on... A, that a, Treat William zombie movie. I don't think he's ever been... Oh, you know, the weird uh, yeah, face that had no, like, the triple no, face? No, no, no. But that's who it reminded me of. We've talked <laughs> about guy this guy a lot, bigger. but I do not think he's actually ever been on the show yet. And it is Mickey Jones. Mickey, Mickey Jones. Jones. So look up Mickey Jones if you're listening. And if you don't know what he's in, like I just feel like he role. was in an earlier episode, but it might have been like a really early episode. Okay. You know, 100 years ago. Yeah. Oh, one one year ago. <laughs> Almost a year, guys. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. We're um, a quiz show for our first year. <laughs> um, I'm going to fail. <laughs> I have this superpower where I delete everything. Yeah, but after. you remember names really well. Like, there's episodes Derek and I are like, the dude in the fucking blue shirt, when he's like, that's John. <laughs> you mean like Deep Rising when I was like, you know, the guy with the face. Yeah. <laughs> or what are we just, uh, uh, the Friday the 13th, dude? <laughs> oh, the you mean 13th. Becky and Rhonda? Yeah, but and... I don't remember him now. <laughs> pull these fucking names out. And then split, after we dude. record, I fucking expunge it out and I make room for another movie. Okay. Well, you should make more room. <laughs> I With this guy? You don't have to you remember. You live them. with this guy for one month and. <laughs> Tell me how so I love, I'm like, no, we, our eyeballs would be shot from movies and video games. <laughs> I, 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 there's times, TVs. Yeah, there's times when I'm like, we're watching something and she's like, I haven't seen this. I'm like, yeah, we just watched this like six months ago. She's like, I'm sure, okay, sure, <laughs> I believe you. <laughs> At least you don't argue. You're like, yeah, it's all true. When we first started dating, I was like, no, I've already seen it. I don't want to see it again. And now I'm like, sure, <laughs> I don't remember it. So ah, you beat her into submission. Good man, right there. <laughs> That's the way to do it. Do. You. <laughs> you have to own your property fully and make them watch all your movies. Jokes on you. I'm the abuser. <laughs> <laughs> jokes on him. <laughs> it's not. I'm funny. just kidding, Dad. <laughs> As you folks know, we like to have a beer or three while we podcast, and sometimes that leads to a not-so-pleasant morning after, unless we remember to hydrate, people. That's where Liquid IV comes in. Liquid IV is the number one powdered hydration brand in America, and it's now available in sugar-free with a proprietary zero-sugar solution that has no artificial sweeteners. I love using Liquid IV because it comes in convenient little packets you can take with you, makes me feel rejuvenated and hydrated, and best of all, it actually tastes good. Just one packet of Liquid IV and 16 ounces of water hydrates you two times faster and more efficiently than just water alone, thanks to the eight vitamins and nutrients it has, and it has three times the electrolytes of those other sports drinks. We love Liquid IV so much that we're offering you, our loyal listeners, a steal of a deal. Get 20% off when you grab your Liquid IV hydration multiplier sugar-free or any other variant at liquidiv.com and use the code WORSTPEOPLE at checkout. That's 20% off anything you order when you shop Better Hydration today using promo code WORSTPEOPLE at liquidiv.com. (laughs) 
they he pays off the cops and he he helps out this trucker and stuff. So you can see here like he's more well off. He doesn't pay off the cops. Like he, he pays off the, the trucker. Cops. He pays off the trucker and he gives him his business card, which you can see like okay, he's got a business card. It's ninety one. He's not this that trucker's blue got a great line too that I'm forgetting exactly what it was, but he's like, if your daddy didn't take care of this, I would have and just threatens the shit out of this kid. And yeah. his face is. Absolutely terrified. Oh, yeah, he's this is something like I would have you would have been turned into jelly or something. And then he yeah. like looks at O'Neill and he's like, eh? Huh? <laughs> <laughs> the amount of child abuse that's allowed in this movie is great. I oh, love like it. like right now when Ed O'Neill shoves this fucking kid into a bathroom. Yeah. <laughs> and then he's like, the kid's like, oh, I'm a I'm a high brown belt, whatever that means. <laughs> he smokes a lot of weed and does get, karate. Well, you get like I think it was it three stripes per color, and then you move on to the I next don't know. color. All it depends is, on the well, thing. But. All I know is Bleep's daughter is eight, and she's higher than that. Yeah, but there's like third degree, oh, really? first degree. Yeah. I've never heard high. She just she just got above the the, the brown. I think like Aww. just finished striping it, if you will. So this guy should be higher than that. Yeah, but he's a little fucking Well, he's loser. only been doing it for three years. He'll get much higher than that when he's in Empire Records. Yeah. Yes, he will. Why? <laughs> Shame, we have to kill you. <laughs> but this is one of my favorite like physical moments in the movie because Adam Neal's like, go ahead, fucking, you can have the first punch right in Teaches him how to, you know, ball Make fist. an actual yeah. fist because he's doing like little fucking kung fu fists. And, or I, kung and God fu bless Ed O'Neill for telling me, he's like, get your thumbs out of there. You don't want to break them. How many times you've seen somebody put the thumb in there? Yeah. And I'm like, you are going to break that fucking or like thing. this yeah but when he first oh, folded gotta... it the thumb was on the outside and i was like that's not how you do i had to like sit there and make a fist to remember <laughs> what to do i was like wait that's not oh yeah yeah thumb down that's right gotcha because i was like that's not right because he folds it with the thumb up on the top at first yeah because the kid's doing little chop chop hands karate chop action <laughs> chop chop hands chop, chop. <laughs> but he punches at o'neill and he fucking spins around drops on his face with his ass in the air and he is just out cold. hands in his pockets <laughs> doyle books it to the bathroom and locks the door yeah <laughs> Rules, dude. <laughs> then they're at the diner, and we get the high life, the high life fucking oh, sign behind yeah. them. These fucking trail lights are beautiful. Yeah. There's Find one, one more, for me, please. There's one more cute scene in the in the motel room. Okay, so they're in bed. O'Neill's got like a towel over his face. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, and yeah. and Doyle's like pulls out a deck of cards from his crotch. Speaking, no one's looking, <laughs> and then does the whole like magic hand and raises the card uh-huh. and stops where Ed stopped. And then it flashes over, and Ed's now looking at Doyle, and then he goes, <gasps> "I think it came in his pants right there." He looks at the star nipples. Yeah, star oh, yeah. out. Hey, nipples. you know what, dude? At, at whatever age this kid is, you get what you get. I would say he's playing a thirteen-year-old. And this is true. definitely an age pre-internet porn, oh, yeah. obviously. Like nowadays, any kid with like nudie cards as stars of the nips. I'm looking for that step grandma shit, bro. <laughs> the backside has more nipples fetish. than the front. Did Look, you see the backside how, of that card? How old were you when MILF stopped being a fetish and just became your age? <laughs> like, <laughs> like all of a sudden it's like, oh my God, girls my age are a fetish now? So they go to another diner and that's where the high life sign is. And Doyle is talking mad shit. He's like, oh, I so it turns out. out I could kick your ass, right? Yeah. So I can say whatever I want because you can't do anything about yeah. it. Ed O'Neill's just like... I'm not gonna hit him. I'm not gonna hit him. I'm not gonna hit him. You know what I can do? <laughs> yeah, that's that's a great one too. I'm not gonna cop to any of the shit you just said, but I will say there's one thing that you can't do, or that I can do. I can pay for my own breakfast. <laughs> Boom. And face drop from fucking Ethan. Yeah. And they cut to them on the side of the road. Ed O'Neill's burping up bacon. Tooth picking. Nothing burps like bacon. <laughs> He's like, your water looks pretty good though. Yeah. I'm like, oh man, you really made this kid drink water. It's awesome. <laughs> yep. Didn't even buy him an orange juice or a didn't coffee. Didn't even get like a milk. <laughs> Something caloric. Back then, dude, you couldn't go without a meal. 
<laughs> I mean, you had to if you mouthed off like that. Yeah. <laughs> I can beat your ass. You can pay for your own fucking pancakes. <laughs> Damn it. Yeah, where's all your money? Oh, is it in that box under your bed? <laughs> um, in my daddy's bank. So they go, they're trying to hitchhike. It's not working. I we probably- get a great, great fucking Ed O'Neill hand work, though. And he's like... It's like he's trying to figure out how his thumb works because he's like, I, I can't even. It's, he's, he's, he's warming up his uh, hitchhiking thumb. He's like, uh-huh. I haven't had to use this in a while. He's moving <laughs> his hands like he's auditioning for the labyrinth as one of those like, <laughs> hands that she said down. Ooh. Oh, I thought you meant trying to spin oh, the glass balls. Yeah. Oh, no, I was like, what, the, the hallway of yeah. yeah, Your wife your wife definitely knows. <laughs> There's not a labyrinth reference I'm going to make that Whitney's like, what? No, never. I will teach you shit on labyrinth. I'm sure. I believe that. <laughs> And Doyle starts learning a little more here because uh-huh. they're on the bus and these two, you know, ruffians are Ugh. playing their boombox very loud. And uh, uh, excuse me, does that music need to be so loud? And like, I don't know why the guy just turns it off. Now, first of all, I wouldn't would've, listen to this little shithead. Turn it up. I would. If anything, I'm going to turn it down. Like, all right, fine. It was too loud. I will say, and this is the age of cell phones. I'm kind of with him on this one. Oh, I'm You're with him. You're on public transit. Put on your fucking headphones. Yeah. We I'm don't, with him. We don't live in a city with like subways or like a, a you know functioning public transit system. Sure. But I've been <laughs> on public transit and there's people just sitting there with or even in a bar or a restaurant with their cell phone out and they're just full blast. And I'm like, full That's blast listening why? to videos. Oh, I, I berate people at the oh, bar. I'll, good. I'll, I'll t- turn that shit down, dude. You are not the only people who take their here. kids to restaurants and they give them a tablet, which I'm, I'm, I already disagree with. Like, you just give it to them right away. It's not like, oh, wait till later or whatever. It's like, here, get this. So you but if you do want to do it. But then they're sitting there watching fucking blue or whatever at full blast. Yeah, I was fucking blowing my brains out. <laughs> did I did I don't know if I've told this story. I think I have. There was one time we were out to eat and some kid on the opposite side of the restaurant was he laughing. He was at the table next to us. He was on the opposite side. <laughs> and he was laughing. He's like, well, somebody just shut that fucking kid up. And I was like, oh, you really just, don't want kids. He yeah. kept laughing. I was like, he's <laughs> laughing. The, it could the, be way the worse. The sound of a child laughing is usually something that most people like. Unless you're home alone. Most people. Yeah, unless you're unless home you're alone home in the alone. dark and you don't have kids. But like... <laughs> This is cackly child laughter that just it wouldn't was, stop. It was I'm, it was like a it was, one year old laughing. It was yeah. somewhere. No, I'm, I'm on he was, side. No, <laughs> he was like six or eight. No, it he was, was a, he was a grown ass baby he was child. Six foot eight. He was he was paying taxes. <laughs> he should have been. I'll take the bill now. Oh, I don't have any money. I'm just a bad baby. I don't have no job. I can pay you in blocks. Two two twins. <laughs> I made a mac- wash some dishes? I made a macaroni picture for you. <laughs> That's our macaroni. You can't give it back to us. <laughs> oh, God. Get, get Bill out of here. He's pretending to be a kid again. He's just he's just gluing cooked macaroni and cheese to a thing. He's like, I made a macaroni picture. It's going to what? I made you art. <laughs> what is that picture? Is that a dick? You Get out of here. <laughs> Let me see that. Give me that dick picture and leave. <laughs> it's a mighty fine dick there. Yeah, he's talking shit to these bus riders, and apparently this adult man has the same size feet as a thirteen-year-old. Get the fuck! Because they here. steal this dude's, they steal his shoes. They so trade shoes. I think it's well, an upgrade. I yeah. think it's an upgrade. 
But the, I think the idea is like, I mean, they would have been nice shoes at some point before this guy got them from like a thrift store. For sure. Because these are like wingtip something or others, but they are yeah. busted and dirty. And when he goes into this bus station <laughs> bathroom to give himself a hobo bath next to the hobo. Oh my God, this fucking hobo bath. This guy's uh, like, you're looking forward to your turkey dinner. I was. till I watched you wipe your armpits. They're wearing they have the, the same, same shoes. shoes. Oh, for sure. <laughs> I was half expecting Arnold Swear, or not Arnold, fuck, I wish. Uh, uh, Sly Stone. I was hoping Sylvester Stallone was going to be hearing from over the top giving himself a hobo bath. Oh. Uh, I know something about shithead kids myself. I'm taking a road trip with mine right now. <laughs> I read a funny story you about- wrestle them? I read a funny story about over the top. Apparently, uh, Arnim Globus or whatever his name is from canon. We've uh-huh. said his name before. Oh, yeah. The, the super villain? Yeah. I, apparently, he wanted Sylvester Stallone to do that movie, and he was like, nah, I'm not going to do this. It's stupid. And he kept offering more and more and more money until finally he was like, and then I decided, fuck it, I'll do it. No one's going to watch it. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a cold classic to a lot of people. That's crazy. Wow. <laughs> Good shit. Um, so then we have the scene where they're trying to, now they're trying to hitchhike again. And he's trying to teach Ethan Embry to make a sad face or a pathetic face. Uh-huh. When we started this movie, this scene popped in my head and I started laughing before like even the opening credits started. And Derek just looked at me. I was like, it's a scene you'll see soon. Hold on. <laughs> Dude, yeah, this, this scene is fucking excellent. Look, no, try looking more pathetic. Yeah. Like, do this with your hands. Do this with your face. Look, and Ed O'Neill is giving a clinic on how to fucking look pathetic face right now. It's fucking awesome. Dad has got a bad heart. This be the best scene in the movie wasn't for the fireworks montage <laughs> <laughs> and then across the parking lot there's these b- 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 babes babes <laughs> you recognize one of them Dottie yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> who are watching him they're like that's so sad we should give him a ride because I think they think he's a special child yes I think so as well because Ed O'Neill's like like moving his hands to him and stuff and they can't see Ed O'Neill's face and they just see Ethan Emery making these like contorted faces and they're like oh that's sad yeah. <laughs> you boys want to go to Hampton but hey you're getting a road trip with some uh, some babes who turn out I-Rock. to be ladies of the eve they are dude I love it when he's like what do you do and she's like oh we're call girls and it gets really quiet and she's like I don't want to say prostitute in front of the kid you just <laughs> did yeah, he's like thank you I- thank you for that <laughs> so he passes out yeah, and, and Ethan Embry falls in love with this girl. Oh my god! I mean, I mean, thirteen, and she's, she's got to be mid twenties at the oldest. Yeah, wh- I would have been, like, been the same. Whitney situation. was like, "What is this girl like? 15? I was like, "I mean, that's like a. It's got to be at least that, eighteen. That's like a taxi driver yeah. fucking thing, right? With uh, what Jodie Foster? Yeah. Right? <laughs> I'm thinking I'm, if I'm like, I'm guessing that she's gonna be like nineteen, twenty. Yeah, and the other chick's gonna be in the twenty four, twenty five. Oh, yeah. she's probably mother daughter. Uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Elizabeth Daly, by the way, yes, is who I, I mean. We can call her Dottie. I just think we got to give that chick recognition because yeah. she also voices Tommy Pickles on Rugrats. Oh yeah, okay. Fill up in Lillian, and you get to see her nerps in Valley Girl. Yeah, you oh, do. There was a line. Oh, <laughs> not the nipples. There, what? there was a line that made me laugh inside my head just because I'm a nerd. When he, they're doing the faces, he's like, "No, if you want to ride, you." gotta look grievous and all i could think yeah. of was general grievous trying to hitchhike oh, <laughs> he's like spinning his arm off the side of the road trying to hitchhike you gotta be more grievous <gasps> <gasps> i have cancer i don't i'm a robot with cancer <laughs> well he's not a robot he's a fucking android he's been supplementing his parts with robot parts he's that a full robot, a robot. By the time no he's not 
By the no. time we see him, there is no organic parts on him, is there? How does Kenobi shoot him in the heart with a laser blaster? That's where has... his battery is. <laughs> you see his beating heart burn. <laughs> I don't know. I know I the backstory. Tell. It all of... looked like robot parts because of the terrible CG in that movie. Well, save, it for the, save it for the Star save Wars podcast because podcasts. I have a lot to say about General Grievous. <laughs> I have some general grievances with General Grievous. General Grievous. General Grievances. Right. So back to Hookers and a Firebird. <laughs> it's um, a Camaro. It is a Camaro. With the the fat ass fucking fins, not the fins, but the, the hood louvers. The on the on the back window. Oh yeah, louvers, Those, louvers, yeah. So louvers, louvers. <laughs> <laughs> barely newer. <laughs> so Doyle's like falling Couple in louvers. love. Never gonna get laid. Talking shit about his mom, and she's even like, "You should, you know, talk to your mom because it takes two to fuck up a yeah. marriage." Yeah. Well, he didn't. She didn't keep it together. So you think your mom should have stayed with this cheating asshole? <laughs> yeah, and I got. And I to think her. that's the thing is, mom didn't tell him. Yeah, oh, your for dad's sure. Fucking other. She people. was trying She's, to handle it responsibly. Yeah, yeah. she's trying to be a good parent versus uh-huh. Chris. Uh, Chris McDonald's character who is I can not speak just, from experience. Just buying, <laughs> just buying friendship from his kid. Yeah. Um, oh, and then the oh no, go ahead. I was gonna say the lotion part. Oh well, right before that, the when they are when they are introducing that they're call girls. I just there was one more line that Doyle has because she's like, uh, we also dance sometimes and. Naked? Doyle's like naked, and Dottie is like, well, <laughs> Dottie is like, I have a well, I don't want to, like, I don't want to say anything inappropriate. It's just on the top, yeah. and he just immediately <laughs> looks right down at the other girl's boobs, and he's just like, Ugh. I, mean, says, I can't fault him. If I'm a 13 year old, I'm in the same fucking spot. She says, I have a little brother. I got this. It's only naked on the top, honey. Yeah. <laughs> so then now Dottie decides to rob Ed O'Neill, who's yeah. sleeping, and I mean, even later when they, she's like, I stole his wallet. The girl's like, Yay. Why? Because it was there. So, I mean, she's got money. She just, you yeah. know. Well, and the younger girl seems like, it seems like a, this is like a story we aren't, another movie. Uh-huh. This is like, uh, what is it? Oklahoma and whatever from Zombieland where they have their own thing going on. Oh, yeah. <laughs> because yeah. she's like, uh, why'd you steal it? She's like, she kind of implies like they're trying to do something different. They're trying to not be road traveling Gypsy Hookers. asshole thieves. Yeah. I don't know. I know you can't say that word, but you know what I mean. I, I disagree. I think we should take that word back. I think gypsy's a wonderful word. <laughs> as long as you're not using it to refer to the people of Romania. We're using I, it to refer to road people. Yeah. yeah. Like the caravans. <laughs> yeah. But I like, it, it, like she Dawas. seemed like the younger one seemed like she was like, but why are we doing that? Okay. We, we aren't going to do that anymore. And then Dottie's like, yeah, but I did. So what are you going to do? So we're going to leave now. Um, I do love their little... I oh, but we I skipped would, over the lotion in the fucking them. mouth. Oh, we did. She's trying to get his ring off his off. pinky finger, and she squirted her lotion dispenser, which is dope, is all yeah. clogged up. So, you know, you got to give it that good little, you know, and a fucking just money shot of lotion in Ed O'Neill's mouth. <laughs> and he does great physical work of like that. Ah, yeah. Ah. And he ah. doesn't wake up. She pulls him over to lay him on her and squirts lotion in his mouth and he doesn't wake up. Uh-huh. They get to this gas station and she like lightly brushes his shoulder and he's like, oh, we're there? The car stopped moving. <laughs> yeah. Welcome back like a rocking gentle baby. <laughs> the power, the the guns and ammo, the guns and ammo, the fighting scenes on TV stopped. Oh, yeah. Somebody <laughs> turned my TV off. Huh? Huh? I don't hear John Wayne chasing any of them their <laughs> engines. I don't hear John Wayne doing a flawless Genghis Khan accent. <laughs> <laughs> movie must be over. Ed O'Neill does wake up like, like man, still, like, it's just like what is in my. And he even does it later in the movie. I noticed, like after they're oh, yeah, at the, they ho- uh, the homeless shelter, and he's still just like. 
God, because he hasn't been able to brush his <laughs> he teeth. He still does it at the freaking house at the end of the movie. Oh, God, he doesn't brush his teeth? Yeah, because no, they've been I on the roof. No, I just thought about it. Just like, ew. They took, his right? ba- they took their bags and everything. I mean, I could not shower for a while, but brushing the teeth, man, phew. <laughs> I need oh, it. Oh, and Doyle does drool all over this girl's boobs while she's oh, sleeping. Yeah. Well, they're both sleeping. He's not just drooling on them while she's sleeping. <laughs> and then when they... <laughs> and, and at first, he, like, wipes his face, and he's like, oh, you know, like, looks embarrassed. And she gets out of the car, and she's just like... <laughs> like <laughs> She rings it out like a handkerchief, <laughs> water just pouring out. And Ew. so the guys go inside to get breakfast, because they're like, oh, we'll meet you in there. And then they just take off. And Ed notices his wallet's missing and then looks and sees that they're gone. And he's like, God fucking damn it. They stole. They robbed us. Da, da, da. He's like, they're coming back. She's really nice. She really likes me. Uh-huh. <laughs> she really This listened. guy's going to have a hard life ahead of him. He just learned at 13, the stripper doesn't like you. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's what I'm saying. Like, he's gonna lear- he, I don't think he learned it. Like, I think. He's going to go to strip clubs like, oh, my God, that one loves Maybe me. Maybe I'm just a fool because I don't go to strip clubs a lot. I feel like she actually, I mean, she wasn't going to try to bang a 13-year-old, but I feel like that one was genuinely like, no, but they're nice people. That's I a nice I think she kid. thought about giving him a toss-off. I think so, too. Ed O'Neill even says like something about giving him a whirl in the back of the car or something. Yeah. She's <laughs> like, if if he if she gave you a twist in the car or something like that. I like- guarantee you his <laughs> actual dad would have been like, oh, you're you're a call girl? How much to take my son's cherry? Right? <laughs> I, I guarantee you. Yeah, he would have done that. That's how my roommate in college lost his virginity. Good for him. His dad bought him a hooker. Anyway. There's nothing like getting a receipt for your virginity. <laughs> Not everybody could be cool you like write that. write that shit off on your taxes. <laughs> so we kind of, this is like where everything's starting to crescendo because- uh, Ed O'Neill's like, fuck it, I give up. We have nothing. It's I don't, I don't even have my worse. $200. We have literally nothing. Go call your mom. I'm going to sit here and wait till I get arrested. We get a trailer moment just before that. I just want to bring it up because the trailer moment, he like, he the kid's like, you want another piece of me? He's like, you know what? I fucking do. And he's about to beat this kid's ass, but he's like, no, he's a kid. So he does like that air kick where he ends up falling and a shoe <laughs> flying off. This is the moment from the trailer <laughs> where it's Ed O'Neill on his back and that shoe falling just bloop yep, right in his, on face. his face. And he splits his pants. He splits his pants because <laughs> we're going to see him later. <laughs> but it is when he's like telling him like, oh, you know, you hate your mom anyway, whatever. And that's when Ethan He's like, Umbry's I'm done. Like, I'm breaking up with your mom. Ethan Embry's like, what? Wait. Does my mom think I hate her? I don't hate her. Like he's starting to feel bad about it. Yeah. He's like, wait, I've always just been an asshole, but I didn't actually hate her. Does I she, just blame her. Does she her. think that? <laughs> yes, she does. Yeah. You, yes, she does. You, Throughout this movie, you've made your mom think you hate her and your whole life. Yeah. <laughs> when they make up and like Ethan Embry calls. Um, no, he doesn't call mom. He calls. I think he calls. No, this is when he calls the dad. This is when it is because he calls the dad and then he comes back because he's like, I didn't call my mom. That's right. We're going to figure this out on our own. Oh, so oh, but he's like, right. he was in like, the payphone. He called his mom and she was like, hello. Yeah. Oh, hello. And he and he's never her. said yeah. anything. That's right. He now he calls his dad. Yeah. And then he's like, because now he's this when he's like, you know what? Dutch has been here for me. My dad's here and didn't even give a fuck enough to have me over for the he, weekend. He lied about going to fucking London so he could just bang this chick. Yeah. You know, he could have banged that chick and got me a prostitute. It'd been fine. Seriously. But they have their like That's reconnecting how I lost moment. My cherries. <laughs> Multiple times. No, it's not. They have their reconnecting moment and he's like, Look, we were robbed by some homebound hookers because you <laughs> fell asleep and I got horny. Yeah. <laughs> you got horny? You yeah. got horny? And also super uncomfortable to hear a thirteen year old say horny. I, I was just like Ew. But then you get the Ethan Embry smile right there and I was just like Eek. 
I don't know when we were all 13, we talked like this. It's, <laughs> it was, it's, it's not a bad thing for him to say. It's a bad thing for me to hear. <laughs> so me watching this for the first time, definitely crushed on him at this point. Oh, I'm sure. You would like, have about I the same age, right? Love. Yeah, he's- Because he's uh, 45 he's, right now. He's three years older than me. Yeah, okay. He's born in 78. Yeah. He had a child eight years after this movie. Yeah. She found that last night. <laughs> Shut his, up. His, his firstborn <laughs> That's weird. was born in 99. Wow. <laughs> so they end up basically sneaking a ride in this like truck that's hauling those concrete Which it tunnels. looked like it was Doyle's idea. He yeah. was like, hey, and I got an idea. I got it. I'm not going to lie. Other than the fact that it's obviously freezing, that looked kind of fun. It I said the same thing. <laughs> I was like, that looks great. Like, all no, it I looks could... freezing. I'm like, well, besides that, it looks really comfortable. All I could picture was planes, trains, and automobiles, though, when they're in the farm truck, and they're like frozen solid. Uh-huh. <laughs> Another kind of cartoony I moment. I kept but... expecting planes, trains, and automobiles to drive on the other side of the road from them and just like <laughs> wave at each other, like just trying to get home. I loved you in uh, Wall Street. I loved you in Wall Street. <laughs> <laughs> now I get that joke. Yeah. Yeah, finally. <laughs> You'll forget it next week. I will. <laughs> they get taken to a shipping yard, and so they're like locked into this thing, and they're trying to leave. Where are we? That's what uh, he said. Oh, I was like, that's oh, what, no, that's what he says we? to He's like, where are we? He's like, there's got to be a security guard around here somewhere that knows where we are. Oh, Cuts and Ed O'Neill. thrown. Ed O'Neill is getting out of this concrete pipe like any of us would. Yes. <laughs> Hunched over, looking like he needs a cane, and he's about to like wave a stick he's at kids. scarf wrapped around his head. That wind is real. <laughs> and Doyle's just like hops down and keeps walking like a fucking kid. He's, he's all rubber. 13-year-old <laughs> rubber kid. But yeah, they find the guards who then throw them out. And they're trying to get back in. Doyle wants to make a phone call. So he goes back in and the guard shoves him. Oh, yeah. Dude, like chucks him into the Oh, fence. yeah. He doesn't shove him. He picks him up and throws him. And he gets a contusion across yeah, his brow. Yeah, and that's when Dutch is like, like, nobody hits my kid but me. So he goes <laughs> in there. Hey, I still owe him a shot in the ass. Don't fucking ruin him. And he tries to fight them, and they kick his ass. So now Doyle busts out his karate, which it turns out is okay. It turns out he's a superhero. It turns yeah. out he's a fucking wrestler. Like he, he uses is. this fence like yes, the fucking ropes. He bounces <laughs> off of it like the rock, and then just dives up and fucking kicks this dude in the face. How I much guess, you want to bet? Since he kicks him, I guess it's more like the heartbreak kid, Shawn yeah. Michaels. How much you want to bet he improv that shit? You're right. You're right. No he way. He improv jumping six feet in the air. No, no the bouncing, bouncing off the off fence. The fence. Right. Yeah. <laughs> with Embry's cooking. Yeah. <laughs> and another nut shot, he kicks this dude square in the balls, uh-huh. which is a good time. And O'Neill's oh. looking over like, that yeah, uh, That looks pretty funny from this side. <laughs> and then and then pulls out the gun. Which looks like a real gun, kind Absolutely. of. Absolutely. And this it's is the where 90s. That's yeah. what we're doing, man. I mean, it's got like the little thing sticking out of the barrel that's like for the BB thing. But other than that, it does look like, like a real gun. I feel like anybody really looking would be like, that's a BB. But for the movie, it's, you know. When a, when a random hobo pulls a gun on you... <laughs> After you attacked him, when Junior Hobo pulls a gun on you, man. You just assume it's a real gun. And, and this is their this like whole scene that yeah. they go through right here, where he's like, "Pete, Pete, put the gun away. Yeah. Tell the voices you already killed someone. And Tell he, the voices." You know, he gives Emery that look, and like, play along, dude. Fucking and he snaps. gets in it. Yeah, killed somebody. Oh. Yeah, okay. no, the voices aren't listening. I gotta kill somebody. You gotta else, be man. quiet. You gotta be quiet. <laughs> and he's like, "No, let's get out of here. Let's go find a nice motel and burn it down." Yeah, yeah, motel. And even the guards are like, "Yeah, we yeah, got motel a have plenty of people. You should kill them." <laughs> what? Like, oh, what? I love that, yeah. You guys probably have families. You don't want to die. I have a family. He's single. <laughs> oh, well, now I have to kill your family. Oh, yeah, let, yeah. Why did you tell me that? Now I have to kill your family. <laughs> let a single guy fucking die. I fucking love that. If you're any sort of anybody and you hear this kid like, all right, I'm going to leave them alone and go burn down a motel. <laughs> You have an obligation to make sure this kid doesn't do that. Um, not from the yes. guy who picks up yes. and throws a child. Yeah. Unless you're in Florida. The guy who picks up and throws a child doesn't care if you're murdering other what people. What about the single guy? 
Um, he's got nothing, he's got nothing to live for. <laughs> well, he's the one who threw the kid. Yeah. Oh, he has nothing to live for. Exactly. <laughs> so they they get out and they get away and they're just laughing and you see that bond actually connects. Between yeah. Now them it's at that real. Point. You're not tolerating each other. And then you like each other. They walk into this like hottie toddy restaurant. Or I don't. Whatever. It's, it's, it seems like it's supposed to be like a hottie toddy restaurant. It, it looks, it looks, it looks like, like a cracker barrel. Yeah. I was thinking well, it looks was like some kind of like cracker barrel. Uh, <laughs> have you ever watched? I know you have. You ever watched the show Dead Like Me? No. Oh, there's this like German restaurant they do all their meetings <gasps> it is in, that and restaurant. it looked exactly like that restaurant. Okay. It's just like this kind of shitty German like sausage house. I mean, it didn't look fancy, fancy, but this lady is just like, get the fuck out of here. Uh, Go away, you road people. Yeah, sometimes these road people wander in here. I did enjoy the amount of like cement or dirt, whatever it was, yeah, coming off. Anytime, of anytime they move or someone pats them on the back. <laughs> It's just and great. He's just like, my kid's got a contusion. Like, can he just go wash his face? Get the fuck out. <laughs> and these people sitting at the table who seemed very familiar, but I didn't. There's I mean, just one offs for one us. One of them was in something I can't think of right now, but it, like they, these two people just looked like, I was like, I've seen them in something, but maybe they just uh, look like 80s people. I yeah, maybe. Yeah, I, I didn't recognize them at all. But they they are like, oh, we. Are you really my husband, people? My <laughs> uh, funds this home, or shelter for displaced people. Or something. Displaced families. So they take him there, and they're staying in this homeless shelter, and Ethan Embry has his little, like, he's still trying to be fancy. Yeah, this is his first proper meal of this, this whole is, movie. This is a frustrating this but super up. fun scene. It's frustrating, because <laughs> yeah. I want, like, just eat your fucking food. Well, everybody around him is just scarfing, right? Because they're uh-huh. starving. Yeah. And he's just, like, trying to place his forks and move his plate and, like, put a... He's, he's got a fucking wet nap silverware. that he, like, fluffs out and puts on his lap. <laughs> <laughs> Wipes his face down. Everything's all symmetrical and perfect. The little girl tries to take half of oh, his, this like, little biscuit. That is mine. And yeah, this is kind of his turn moment because he's like, no, that's mine. And the girl looks sad and he's like, okay. And then he gives her the one she didn't touch. I know. I, I was like, gross. Yeah. Why that one? Yeah. You want to eat the touched one? I think he's realizing he's like, man, that, like this is me having a rough moment. This is her life. Yeah. yeah. Like this, this sucks. If this, if I had to do this all the time. Yeah. And this little girl and her family are important for the, the next couple minutes of the movie. You recognize the mom older. at all? This yes. O- this older black lady? I did. I and did. I, couldn't I didn't look it. her up, though. So I, 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 it took me a while because I'm like, I know her. I can see her with like glasses on the edge yes. of her nose. Maybe she's a judge. She is um, Andre Bauer in Brooklyn Nine-Nine, his mom, <gasps> the judge. Oh. Okay. She has like one strong episode. I think that's all she's in. She's in a lot of other stuff, mind you, but that's okay. just like me. I was like, nine, Brooklyn nine? Nine, 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 nine. Nine, nine. <laughs> A lot so, of people in nine nine that come through my life. <laughs> yes, they're trying to sleep in the the area with all <laughs> oh, the cots, and scene. Ed O'Neill's cot keeps falling apart, and everybody is getting mad at him. Uh-huh. I'm like, it's not his fault. Which I don't want to sound classist, but if you are someone that's staying in a home, you've probably slept on the street. This cot ain't waking you up. No, this cot's that, not bothering you. That one you. particular old man can go fuck himself. Yeah, yeah. was your problem here? Yes, yes. My, my cot, cot is breaking. Yeah. Yes, there's a big problem. And he li- all he does is lift it back up and then sit back on it. I'm like, well, that's not going to work. Uh-uh. But it doesn't fall over again. Then the springs fall out. And it's like, whatever. And that's when he trades. He's like, trade with me. Like, what, do you, what makes you think it'll hold me up? I'm 15,000 cheeseburgers ahead of you. <laughs> and that is a real measurement. <laughs> yes, it is in our life. <laughs> um, and he has this conversation with the, the little girl from the diner or from the dining area and he's making faces at her she's loving it yeah Yeah, oh he doesn't talk to her really he talks to the mom yes Yes. 
And they have a really nice heartfelt conversation. Yeah, and she's like, is that your dad? And he's like, yeah, it is. And Ed O'Neill smiles, and it's so it's, touching. It is touching. Yeah, and you know, <laughs> your mom with you? No, she's back in Chicago. I bet you miss yeah, her. Yeah, no, because of this scene, my blood sugar spiked, though. Uh-huh. And I had to go get insulin. Yeah. it's so sweet. It's a little sweet, yeah. dude. It's a little sweet. <laughs> I threw up. I, I enjoyed it. But they all well, end up. Ripley came in. He's like, careful, diabetes. <laughs> but then she does mention that they have a car. They're like, you know, we had to live out of yeah, a car for a while. Car. The dad's looking for work because he was let go from one of the many factories that was closing at the time. And I think it kind of taught the kid too, like, like when a factory closes, your 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 dad still has money. Well, and These she was like, have no jobs. Yeah, she was like, oh, this is a, this is actually a really nice place to stay, whatever. And he's like, oh shit, this is nice for you. Yeah, like, this is the best you've had yeah. it for a while. Yeah, and I don't think if if he would have had this exact same experience but without all the stuff that led up to it he would have been like gross you're a gross poor person uh-huh. yeah. but because he's had all this other stuff Ed O'Neill's plan kind of worked it did <laughs> I and mean, then... it went off the rails but it, it, it got him <laughs> yeah, to the destination yeah I mean he had money until it got stolen and then you know his whole plan was we'll take this road trip and bond what did you say he lost $200 $200 yeah, to, what would that be now about 500 okay yeah, yeah I'm pretty upset then yeah. yeah I mean that's still not enough for three nights of motels but well, where he's staying, it might be. <laughs> I guess it might be, yeah. Because I'm like, these days, a fucking Motel 6 is fucking $120 a night. Like, yeah. Jesus Christ. Remember when it used to just be like 80? Nope. Remember when it used to be 25? Nope. Nope. I stayed at a hotel in Las Vegas. I drive a van. I sleep where I want. <laughs> when I was in college, in 2007, oh, yeah. 2008, something like that, we went to Vegas and stayed in a hotel. I mean, it was just off the strip, and it was America's Best Inn. But my friend and I got a room with two beds. For $25 a night. Yeah. And that's two beds. That's lavish. Yeah. You didn't have to go like head to toe so the parts can't lock up. <laughs> they still lock up. So Chris McDonald arrives at the house pretty much the same time as Doyle and Dutch, well, who are getting a ride from Chris O'Donnell. Yeah. Chris McDonald. So Shooter Chris McGavin O'Donnell, shows that's up the first. fucking shithead that plays Robin. Chris McDonald. <laughs> Sorry. So he's like ringing incessantly this fucking doorbell, and I just want to punch him. Oh, can't stand it. And yeah. so she opens it, and before she even sees who walks in, she plants a fucking kiss. Yeah. You shouldn't open your door with your eyes closed. Don't no. kiss strangers. You know, life advice. <laughs> what if it's just Jason standing there in a hockey mask and you just plant one on him? And they did get a he ride won't from- murder you? Oh, I think he would murder you harder. <laughs> he's, and then he's walking around the rest of the movies with lipstick on his mask. <laughs> he's just got little pouty lips. Someone's listening to this that's going to write that movie. Please. Like Jason with just a big kiss mark on his face or no, his no, mouth. Right on the mouth. Right yeah. on the so mouth. it looks like he's got big pouty lipstick yeah. lips while he's murdering people. Please <laughs> do. Love it. We want to see it. But yeah, the, the family does give them a ride. And we drive past this big construction site that says Dooley Construction. So we know... That's he's that's he's not name. just well-to-do. He owns a business. Yeah, yes, a he big does. business. Well, here's, nice he, now, here's my thing. You thank the family. He, he does good, right? He thanks the family and he goes, come by my office. I'm going to get you a job. Yeah. Why not invite them in? This is a huge fucking it's house. It's not his dude. house. Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. You tell this, this wife. I mean, is, yeah, you're right. This wife is going to be understanding. If Derek went through all this and goes, hey, this family got me here. 100%. And we have enough fucking food. disgusting. You mean cold trains and automobiles? Yes. <laughs> that's why they didn't do it. That's why. <laughs> he's like, I already no, did I it. Just, like, I'm like, if I'm dropping you off at this giant house, like, all right, see you later. Go back to the shelter. I'm like, this motherfucker. So right. my first thought, because they hadn't shown anything other than the construction site, they were pulling up to this house. And I was like, these people are like, the fuck were you doing yeah. in the shelter? Yeah, fuck you. You're taking, <laughs> you're taking beds, man. I'm sure off scene, like something that we they that wasn't scripted, like something along the lines of 
this is what happened. Oh, sure. We got robbed. Oh, yeah. This is a situation. I, yeah. I mean, because he, he tells them, he doesn't offer him the job then. He says, give me a call and I'll see what I can do, which I think is a nice way of saying I'll get your job. But yeah. it's like they've already had that conversation. Yes. So. And I don't need to see it. I'm just saying like, I'm, <laughs> dude. Invite him huge, in. It's a huge fucking house Warm with heat up. on. Let this stay this station wagon is like the remains Falling of apart. the family truckster <laughs> from fucking road trip. Yeah, uh, I was thinking Tommy Boy with the fucking like, <laughs> yeah. like the gate the on the side. It's really close to the remains of the family fucking truckster or mustang not mercedes yeah it's a mustang and tommy Tommy no no pontiac gtx oh okay oh see fuck me oh yeah well you know what all of that all i know is it had (laughs) chocolate in the dash and (laughs) it's got a thin candy shell surprised you didn't know that (laughs) your brain has a thin candy shell you're the one with a shell on it (laughs) what's that (laughs) nothing (laughs) so i do love she tells she's telling chris mcdonald he needs to get the fuck out and the maid is already standing there with his jacket like here (laughs) you go and whitney is that chick not a fucking female Emmett Walsh? Yes. <laughs> yes, she oh, is. Tom, you've overstayed your welcome. Time for you to get the fuck out. I Don't worry. Like... Your boy will be happy to see you. <laughs> I was also, that's Zoe. Just like, get your shit. Here you go. And his fucking response. <laughs> I was like, no, no, no. Zoe will put the jacket outside. And she's like, your coat's outside. <laughs> <laughs> well, get no. the fuck Dude, out. My, my roommate, like for her birthdays, her family like comes over and like does shit and you know, makes a big thing. And it's like five o'clock. She's like, thanks, everyone. If you want leftovers on your way out, <laughs> she will just like, I'm done. Just I walk around be... handing Tupperwares to people. Yeah. Like, <laughs> thank, thank you, for, you coming. for coming. I put your uh, I put your leftovers with your keys on the way out by the door. <laughs> I put your leftovers with your keys. Oh, where are those? They're in your ignition. Your car's running. <laughs> <laughs> you might want to get out there. It's not a great neighborhood and that is <laughs> fuck yeah dude hey i respect if, if i walk into your house and there's a and i'm here for a party and there's a sign that says welcome please leave by nine i'm setting a timer <laughs> i respect that but yeah he you're, fucking... not, you're not a person at the bar at closing yeah right you don't have to flash your lights at your house for me to get out of here <laughs> shooter mcgavin definitely tries to upper hand o'neill again oh yeah like, oh, he's yeah. Like, this is a family step affair. outside yeah he shuts the I door wanted... on him and ed o'neill doesn't even move the door just hits him and he's I just wanted... smiling. No, he, he keeps his hand in the door and doesn't oh but he's just smiling he's just standing in the doorway and he's just like, i wanted okay. one line from ed o'neill like you're damn right it's a family matter and then step back in like this is my family dude yeah and that he's like you have i'm telling you right now you choose me or your mom and that's final and he's like i choose mom dad yeah because he even says, like, like, I cut my business trip early for you. He's like, you didn't you go. You fucking liar. Yeah. yeah. And he calls him out on it, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. And then and then uh, Shooter McGavin is like, you know, you need to be out of the house by Monday. Because he already held this over her head earlier because he oh, pays for the house. Oh, very beginning of the movie. He's like, yeah. you have a comfortable place to live. You get a check. And I get the sun. Don't fuck that up. And that's the only reason she says that's the only reason she deals with him because because of the sun. She's like, I don't give a fuck about the house or the check. Yeah. So yeah, he tells him you need to be out by Monday, and he leaves. And Ed O'Neill follows him out. He's like, "Oh, get, just give me one second, guys. Just gonna have a chat." <laughs> and he fucking he just punches him right in the forehead just- with this pinky <laughs> ring. Oh, we forgot he had said to Ethan oh, yeah. earlier. He's like, the "Last guy that I punched uh, uh, has a dent in their forehead. Has a dent in his forehead, and he drools when he smiles." <laughs> yeah. And Shooter McGavin is like loopy as fuck, and he's like, "So you're gonna give her six months, and you're gonna do this and that?" And he's like, "Uh, okay, sure." Great bit of physical comedy too when he's walking yes. away, man. Like he he's slipped. dazed and lost. Oh, oh, I here. loved it when he slipped on the stairs, but he didn't fall, and he's like, "Uh, uh I'm okay." <laughs> And then he gets to his car and he slips Fucking and falls. Great. And I and I was like, and then he gets in the car and dies on the drive yeah. home because I thought that too. Like you might want to just chill in that car. For, I know it's cold. It's Chicago, so get in the car, calm down for a little bit. Don't go to sleep. You might be concussed. So they have their sweet little dinner yes. scene, 
And oh, I'm going to draw this turkey. <laughs> Mom is so oh, look, lost here's, at this. Here's a turkey. I'm not going to cut it for you, though. Cut Goodbye. Ed O'Neill, I heard you got some good knife skills. <laughs> here's a butcher knife. Have fun. <laughs> oh, I want to see Ed O'Neill butcher this fucking turkey. <laughs> that was a damn good looking turkey, though. Yeah, it was. And yeah, he's like, go get I have a surprise for your mom in my jacket. Why don't you go get it? And Ethan Embry starts walking <laughs> away. I've got a surprise for your mother. <laughs> it's a French tickler. <laughs> I've got a surprise Free for your speech. mother in my pants. And you're like, oh, shit. Does he have actually have an engagement ring like, that's yeah. what i thought on? it was gonna be yeah. but then immediately as he was walking out the door ethan Embry stops and he's like oh shit and at that moment is when ed o'neill pulls the gun out and, and the mom's like wait what what the, what, the fuck? what are you doing to my son i just i almost shot in the ass hey 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 phrasing <laughs> no and then he like jokes and like pretends to put away and everybody starts laughing and then he's like ah, and that's why out. i think this movie's genius because any other movie like stop there to joke no ed o'neill's like no i owe you a fucking shot I'm not a liar. I'm a man of my word. I Cut to black. Yowza, I'm pretty sure. You, he, you hear the shoot. Ka-ching. <laughs> yeah, another fucking <laughs> shell casing. So Ed O'Neill killed this kid. Yep. Yowza. I shot him in the ass, but we lost the BB gun, but I found a 45. So Same, same, right? I don't know guns very well. 45 is smaller than a BB gun. <laughs> um, and then the credits song. Do you recognize the credit song? Uh-uh. Um, we just heard this credit song a couple of weeks ago. Uh-oh. This is the exact same credit song from Men at Work. Shut up. <laughs> well, he even put it on because it was like, you may also like. Which, by the way, right I there. fucking paid to rent Men at Work, and now it's on Max. Yeah. It's horse shit. But, <laughs> yeah, it's, it's the song was playing, and I was like, is this a song from Men at Work? She's like, I don't know. I forget everything now. Yeah. So I went to Men at Work. I should have known that, though. And I scrolled. I fast-forwarded to the end. She's like, you could have just Googled it. I was like, nope. Uh-uh. <laughs> fast-forward to the end, hit play. And I might as well just hit play on the credits. Yeah. It started like at the exact same spot. It's the same Ziggy Marley song. Yeah. Exactly. Give a little love. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Okay, good. And that's that. Yeah. Thank happy you. Thanksgiving. Yes. Yay. Happy Thanksgiving. So I definitely want to say. Happy end of fucking November. That's this, all this fucking held up for me. I laughed just as much as I did when I was a kid. I give this three thumbs up. I still love this movie. And like I said earlier, I was nervous it wasn't going to hold up beyond expectations. This is so fucking good. I'm going to try and find Derek will be proud of this. I want this on physical media. <laughs> I I even told him I felt bad that this was his first time watching it. Yeah. It, some of the But hard- now the big now the big thing though, the virgin in the room. Yeah. How was your first fucking uh, twist in the back seat of Camaro? <laughs> uh, she could twist me. Um <laughs> twist it for real. I Thought I was not going to like it. I thought I was like, this is going to be stupid. I don't, I'm not going to care. I actually very much enjoyed it. I laughed yeah. a lot. I had a good time. I even texted you at 3.30 in the morning when I, you were sleeping. And I was like, okay, that was good. Yeah, no, I, cause <laughs> I, I got up at like 6 in the morning and I looked and it was, uh, okay, that was beautiful. Because <laughs> like, I text him. He, sorry, Derek texts me. He's like, we watching together. I was like, oh, I just just got done watching. And, you know, of course, jokingly, I was like, man, we can't do an episode about this. It's too fucking good. It's yeah. too perfect. And we can do an episode about anything <laughs> with the caveat of saying this just wasn't a bad movie. Not at no. all. The budget, or the, sorry, the box office dictates that it was a bad movie. Correct. But it was my a eyeballs and ears dictate it was an awesome movie. Yeah. And I mean, you know, it's full of child abuse. Um, it's <laughs> so full of- questionable moral things but it's it's 1991 so so was my childhood (laughs) (laughs) i was 10 in 91 yeah i was around there i was six i don't know how i never saw this i didn't see a lot of movies my parents weren't big movie people like 
we would go and rent movies. Like I remember going to some mom and pop place and renting movies when I was really young. I remember going to Blockbuster a lot once they had killed all the mom and pops. But I feel like my parents were mostly renting like what was the new movie, and I was sure. mostly renting video games. Oh yeah. So like we just didn't watch a lot of movies. So a lot of these movies that people grew up with, I just didn't see. I'm kind of a so. little jealous of you because I wouldn't mind watching it now for the first time ever. You know, yeah. Because now I'm the bitter jaded Ed O'Neill. <laughs> I did. I did find myself switching places. Yeah. Like, Fuck like he's a hundred percent right. Every fucking step of the movie. Yeah. Shitbird. So this this movie did mean a lot to me because it was something my stepdad and I watched together. Oh, for sure. All and, the feels then. And he, my stepdad is Ed O'Neill. Yeah. <laughs> well, he's no, he's my. He, so your dad is Michael Keaton. And my and your stepdad, stepdad is, is Ed O'Neill. <laughs> Man, we're gonna find out your mom's like, like Danny Harry- DeVito or something. I don't know. <laughs> Harry never. I mean, she's as tall as Danny DeVito. <laughs> Harry never let us get away with anything. Like he was like, "Fuck you. Yeah, you earn your keep." Like, I mean, I've told stories about his OCD shit. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, and you <laughs> fucked with him with it. <laughs> yes, You're a good I person. Did. Yeah, that was. That I was, was fun. a shepherd, so it was. Weren't we all? This this movie <laughs> definitely. I was it. My heartstrings. Yeah. Thank yeah. you. I'll I had fun. Happy. That was a good one. So happy Thanksgiving, everybody! It, it'll be less stressful to watch around Thanksgiving time than planes, trains, and automobiles. So, which I'm still gonna do. And I put this now probably at my number two Thanksgiving movie. It, it, Son-in-law, number one. Should I need to watch it again. I haven't seen Son-in-law it's since been I was a, while. a teenager. I think it holds. I, I mean, at me when you're done. Like, I mean, I I've I've, I've seen other Polly Shore movies since then that aren't as good of movies. This is like also the uh, best. Encino Man. Yeah, and. Uh, Oh, fuck. What else did I watch? Biodome. Biodome, yes. And those are like the worst ones. They're the less they're less of a movie than that. Like an For actual sure. movie. And I still enjoyed those, so <laughs> I'm yeah, sure well, I'll I, enjoy I, it. I think this one's the best. Tiffany Amber the, Thiessen the, is the, in Son in Law, right? Yes. Yeah. This is the biggest movie, like m- the most movie. <laughs> so that'll be all for this week. Thank you guys for tuning in. Don't forget to rate and review. Don't forget to check out Evasion. They provide our music and they're great. Um, buy some shirts if you feel like it, or even if you don't, buy them for your friends and your family. Hey, the holidays coming are coming up. up. They yeah. got hats that you can get coffee mugs. Hey, you know Monica. what? If you're if you're Jewish, there's seven days of gifts. Buy them seven t-shirts. There you go. <laughs> They're like, I don't even know what bad movies worst people is. Why do I have so many of these t-shirts? There's a link. You will. <laughs> um, next week, I'm not sure yet. We haven't decided. I don't. Ooh, surprise to all three of us. Ooh, yeah. surprise to everybody. So I've got a suggestion. Don't not right now. I'm not telling you okay. now. I have a suggestion. Because I don't know if I want to go like, I don't feel like we don't need to do holiday themes all the time. I just, this was no, one no, I'd no. heard about and I was like, well, it's Thanksgiving, you know. But so I don't know if we're going to go Christmassy or if we're just going to do random poll, whatever. But tune in because then you'll find out. Oh, yeah. yeah. So we. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and uh, coming up shortly, the next major holiday. My birthday. For America. Oh, no. My birthday's already passed. Whatever. Christmas. <laughs> Uh, we have another guest. Well, a repeat guest coming back. Ooh. We will have Steve from Bucket of Chum, <gasps> the Shark Movie Podcast, joining us for a Christmas-themed shark movie. Oh, my God. That's great. <laughs> I am super stoked for this. So look forward to that, too. But that's all for now. Oh, did I mention the website? Go to the website. Do stuff. Yeah. Badmoviesworstpeople.com. <laughs> and follow us on all our places. Find look, at, look for Bad Movies Worst People or BMWP Podcast. We're on TikTok. We're on... Well, we're kind of on Twitter slash X, but I don't do anything there because I hate it. We're on Facebook. We're on Instagram. <laughs> we're on uh You can also find us on ones. YouTube under New Movies Worst People. You still look up Bad Movies Worst People. Okay. But it's our sideshow, New Movies Worst People. We're on there, too. All that stuff's on our website. Thank you, guys. We will 
speak to you again next week and you can't speak back. I have been Derek. I'm still Whitney. I'm Jack and I'm 15,000 cheeseburgers ahead. Nothing. And I mean nothing. Burps like bacon. on demand if you've thought about recording a podcast before but like myself realize you need a lot of different tools and services well those days are over with zencaster's all-in-one podcasting platform you can create your podcast all in one place and easily distribute to spotify apple and other major destinations you can record studio quality sound and up to 4k video with your guests and feel a sense of zen knowing that zencaster's multi-layered backups ensure you always have your recordings in the highest quality even if the connection is unstable Go to Zencaster.com slash pricing and use my code WORSEPEOPLE, that's W-O-R-S-E-P-E-O-P-L-E, and you'll get 30% off your first month of any Zencaster paid plan. I want you to have the same easy experience I do for all my podcasting and content needs. It's time to share your story.